Hey, I can't believe it. We made it. It's 2023, and we are live and happening. That's right. It's our first live broadcast of the new calendar new year. And uh, a couple of great folks that we're going to have on today. Uh, We haven't had this guy on. I don't know how or why that happened. Uh, He wasn't trying to hide from me. I don't know. But uh, Jared St. Clair, my buddy Jared from Vitality Nutrition, is going to join us in the first hour. We'll talk about a lot of fun things, including Ho-Ho Hotels. Yeah, his days are over. Oh, well, we'll talk about that. Anyway, also Tia Severino. Remember the Next Steps Conference coming up February in Atlanta, Buford, uh, Lake Lanier Islands. We're going to get another update on the latest going on with that, creating parallel options and societies, if you will, for health and healing and other things. That's really cool. Uh, There's some more, uh, uh, let's say, deception regarding a new Alzheimer's drug, more revelations within the mainstream polluted, pharmaceutical-convicted mainstream. It's amazing that they're actually reporting on this. Things we cover right away. We'll talk about that as well. We do have some questions of the day of synthetic vitamins versus real whole foods as well. And um, all the themes you know and love here on the Robert Scott Bell Show and then a few more. Great news in the new year. Glad you're with us. And we also have our Brideon.tv simulcast in hour two. So let's get this healing party started right about now. The Robert Scott Bell Show. The Robert Scott Bell Show. The voice of health, freedom, and liberty. The Robert Scott Bell Show. All right, let's party into the new year, my friends. That was a nice new opening there. Super Don worked on. We told you he'd he'd have some downtime, which he really didn't. He just worked his butt off through the holidays. And remember that we are, uh, well, we're cranking up another year broadcast healing. In fact, this calendar year of 2023 is, uh, I guess, the launch of my 24th year of broadcast healing uh, since opening up the microphones in 1999 in Atlanta with what was then called Jumpstart Your Health. So they said it wouldn't last. I don't know who they are that said that, but they were wrong. <laughs> and we're here and cranking it up. Yes, a few more gray hairs. And you could probably, well, I won't make fun of myself. Super Don does that well enough on his own. Uh, but we've got a, a lot to do today, a lot to do this year. And uh, I'm so thrilled that we've made it to this year and that many of you are still with us. In fact, all of you that are here are still with us. Not that I have to tell you that. But there's really good news as well. I've got uh, some celebration news in terms of dancing into the new year. And uh, Super Don, if you open up your mic and, and uh, uh, video, uh, what do you call that thing? The picture of you? Are you still there? <laughs> The the electric visual picture thingy with noises. Well, oh, back in yeah. 1999, we're in black and white, I think. What are we, what are we right? Indians or something? No video at all. Uh, Don, walk, turn on switch. You no, know? I just want to see if you can still fit in the studio, <laughs> your head, because now you're, you're a producer for Shemaine Nugent, Ted Nugent's wife, and her podcast, dude. You're just blowing up all over. I love it. It's, it's amazing. What well, happened? I don't know if I'm blowing up all over, but that is definitely a cool gig for sure. So. It is totally a cool gig. Have you got to talk with Ted yet to get him on the show? Not yet. No. Okay. And I'm not going to be pushy. You know, no, of I mean, it's like, oh, we'll get to it when the time is right. You know, no, Shemaine's awesome. I love yeah. her. She's terrific. I've been seeing what she's doing on Instagram as well. And what, a, a, what a, an inspiration at 60. She looks like she's in her thirties and she's all into fitness and good, healthy eating and healing. And that's what we're all about as well. And I I wanted to, you know, over the last couple of years, my mom, who's 88, turns 89 in January this month, 
She's been through it. And none of this necessarily related to COVID in the last couple of years, what she's gone through. Sapped her energy, you know, her uh, fatigue. Uh, she had skin issues going on. And, you know, we talked about it openly on the air. And, man, there were some times where it was like, oh, my gosh, what's happening here? Uh, and, and you know, how she would go out dancing as often as she could up until then. And she's been struggling. And the last year, of course, last quarter of last year, we really pumped up the cardio miracle to produce more sustained nitric oxide in her body. And then our buddy Babry from Folium PX and, you know, Babry from Georgia. And I always joke about this because the Georgia he's from is not the Georgia I grew up in because I hardly understand his accent. He hardly understands mine when I get Southern, but the Georgia he's talking about is Tbilisi used to be part of the Soviet union. And then he immigrated to Israel in the seventies and He's brought to our attention the Folium PX, super, I would call it Chernobyl-level antioxidant and good science to back it up. And so as we're hearing stories about it, it's like he heard about what mom was going through and they were speaking Hebrew to one another. Of course, I've lost that since bar mitzvah time a long time ago. And and uh, he's kind of rusty on your Hebrew. huh? Yeah, a little bit. And he sent her the whole set, the three different sets of uh, the Folium PX. And well, let's just, I, 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 I don't even have to say anything. Do you have this video clip going? This I happened, I believe, on New Year's Day. If not, it was like the 31st. It may have been, it may have been yesterday, but it might have been two days ago. But here is my mom doing what she loves to do and hasn't done in a couple of years. Check this out. call that the bump a little bit at wow, the end there. got some the disco bump. dancing going on there dude and, and happy birthday to cristo i think he turned 70 they were dancing together on his birthday and congratulations mom i'm not gonna say you're back because i know you, you what you'd want to be doing is that like two or three times a week but give yourself some credit from where you've been in the last couple of years and uh coming back strong i, I was just blown away and so happy now as i said it's not one thing it's a lot of things but I would say the the latest two things that she's been really consistent on that brought her back to that point where she didn't think she would ever get back to the dancing uh, between the Cardio Miracle and the Folium PX. And, and folks, if you, uh, you know, if you're longtime listeners, we've talked about mom and what she's been through. And again, head, heading to her 89th birthday and she's out dancing again. And yeah, she was a little tired, she says, after the first dance. She used to be, you know how I brag about uh, going to the gym and, and outpacing the 30-somethings? She, you know, she was going to the the dance floor and outpacing the 50-somethings in her 80s. Uh, so, it, you know, she says, I'm not there yet, but I, I understand it's like slow, long haul to get there and uh, stay consistent with uh, quality of food, quality of supplementation, and miracles can happen for you as well. And again, that's why I'm so glad, so thrilled, so happy to brag about mom and knowing that, you know, in this lifetime, we've got ups and downs. We've all had them at any age, in fact. Uh, but to do it in the 80s, in your 80s, late 80s, like that's amazing. Sustaining and recovering. So these are the miracles I love to share with you and will continue to do so. And uh, one of my friends who has, uh, he's got an interesting background and, and I was just on his show and, and it's linked up in the show notes at robertscatbell.com. He has a health food store. It was in his family. 
and we were joking about it on his show, uh, you know, how I grew up pharmaceutically, medically, and had to, you know, disconnect from the medical treatment or of every symptom that I had to learn about organic food, supplementation, homeopathy, detoxification, all of that. And yet he grew up with it and, and his journey to be in a business that I believe saves more lives than has a big number than modern medicine loses. And we know that even if they mean well, modern medicine out of the pharmaceutical construct, particularly of the, the flexion report of 1910, when they altered all allopathic indoctrination, if you will, pharmaceutical indoctrination, medical school to, 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 well, promote the idea that the only rational, I hesitate to use the word rational, but let's say the only legal way to address disease is symptom management with toxic substances that are patented and approved of by something called the FDA. And we're going to talk about an approval process that is so broken. If the FDA approves it, you might want to run the other way in our two related to an Alzheimer's drug. But Jared has grown up. Jared St. Clair, my friend, has grown up in that and seen a lot and understands the difficulty of being able to be free to speak about the things that actually bring about healing to the body or help the body to do what it's designed by God to do, heal itself. Recognizing that if you have a store, you're restricted in terms of what you can say about what you have on your store shelves, which is one of the reasons I elected not to sell things on the Robert Scott Bell Show because I didn't want to be restricted in what I could say about supplements, minerals, food, etc. And yet we need those places. I'm alive and well today because of those places like Vitality Nutrition that Jared has run for years. So let's bring in the new year for the first time ever. Confirm that for me, Jared St. Clair. Have you ever been on the Robert Scott Bell Show before? Or just the first time? I've certainly listened to it before, but uh, this is the first time my voice has ever been on it. Dude, I'm such a slacker. I don't know what took me so long. <laughs> but well, you know, the same thing on my side. We've talked about it for, I don't know, five years or something. Well, but we, here we are. Here we it are. It finally happened. So happy new yep. year, my friend. And uh, I just want to set the stage for... Um, more healing successes as you have, as I mentioned, I just kind of set the stage of you growing up in and something I knew nothing about for the first 24 years of my life. And yet, um, you know, one of my questions to you is, did you ever rebel against mom and dad? Because you hear about those that grew up with kind of a health food upbringing that they would go and do the worst things just to spite mom and dad. But that, that's, that doesn't seem like you would do that. No, I wasn't a rebellious child. However, I did have a uh, junk food streak in me that was uh, pretty pretty long as a kid. So when I started making my own money, which interestingly enough was from working at my parents' health food store, mm -hmm. I would take it and jump on my bike and ride across the street to the local burger place uh, here in Bountiful, Utah. And I'd get myself a double deluxe cheeseburger and a large onion ring and a chocolate chocolate chip shake. And it was delicious every single bite. And I felt like a champ when I was done eating it because I was 16 and I could, mm -hmm. I was completely uh, impervious to uh, the, the horrors of junk food. Right. <laughs> and, uh, I soon realized uh, when I got into my twenties that uh, I wasn't quite as impervious as I thought. So uh, that's when I had to finally switch gears. Well, and the thing is about your area and this area where uh, you're in Utah, there are organic fast food restaurants now. And yeah, I know that now. Not, yeah, it, it's not wasn't then, but I mean, it's not exclusive to, to Utah area in California. I've seen some in Florida. So the lifestyle that I was accustomed to growing up with burgers and fries, you have the capacity to choose a better quality. 
some would argue it's still not good. I, I, I think, you know, what diet your body needs or works with is, is unique to each and every one of you. And, and some of you do well on vegetarian diets. Some of you would die on a vegetarian diet. So for me, it's all about the cleanliness of what goes in the body. And as I've talked about raising my kids organically, uh, there was organic junk food like I had, but not organic growing up. So we didn't uh, prohibit that. So they had a pretty normal, let's say, Western American childhood in terms of the foods they interacted with. It was just the organic quality. Now, when the kids went out and experimented, and as I said, kids, if you want to go out to your friend's house and they, your parents offer you food, it's your option. It's probably not going to be organic like you have here at home. I'm not saying don't eat it, but if you do, please pay close attention to how your body feels because it will tell you anything that you need to know more than I could ever, even as your dad, even as a homeopathic dad, right? And, and they're like, oh, okay, that's interesting. And so when they ate the wrong foods and they got sick, it wasn't a mystery. Like most of us that grew up like me in a Western American diet and a Western medical diet family where I didn't know why I had all the ailments and illnesses and symptoms. So if they said, here's a drug, I'd go, okay, that's what I'm supposed to do when I have a symptom. My kids knew better and know better. And, and I'm hoping that more kids in the new year will know better so they don't have to go down the horrible road I went down of chronic illness. Well, and I think that's really incredible parenting, honestly. I, I wish I had had more conversations like that with my kids in terms of you know what they should look for uh, with what they take in and how much they sleep and all the other things that go into our health. And I've certainly preached to them <laughs> plenty about the value of organic and watching out for GMOs and, and uh, you know refined flour and all these different things. But uh, I don't think I really had the conversation you had where I said, if you do decide to eat that stuff, pay attention to how you feel. And I think, boy, especially for adults, the people listening to your show right now, that yeah. is awesome advice because our body tells us a lot if we listen. Yeah. And, and Jared, I look back and I'm not mad at mom and dad for not knowing the stuff they didn't know either. But I had to learn a language like learning Hebrew as a child. For instance, it's like a different language. And the docs don't encourage you to learn the language of your body, except to indicate that if your symptoms, the communication tool speaks up, that it means you need something like a non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drug, aspirin at the time growing up, or something you know worse, an infection means you have an antibiotic deficiency. And these things are strange to talk about that way, but I love to bring that up because it causes people to go, wait a second, yeah, that doesn't make sense. I don't have a deficiency of those things. And yet I never knew. And so I appreciate so much knowing now, and I understand why I didn't know. So I, I found I can help people go, let's look at this a little different way and give the next generation an opportunity to learn without having to suffer as much as I did. You know, and that's part of the pay it forward if we can. Now, I know people are going to go, screw that. I want to go my own way. That's okay, too. I think that's the freedom or agency we're given by God. And, and I learned the hardest, most important lessons by screwing up, by making bad choices, so that I would have them indelibly marked into my own DNA to where anybody could try, but they can't convince me otherwise based on my own experience. Right. Yeah. And the thing about it is if you don't make mistakes, the learning is near impossible, right? I mean, that's really how we figure things out here. And one of the things that I think has really come up a lot during uh, the COVID years is this thought of, you know, kind of an us against them mentality, right? You're either masked or you're not masked, you're either vaxxed or you're not vaxxed. And unfortunately, on both sides of that story, what we end up with is people in real strong judgment of other folks that don't believe that the way the way that they do. And we have a hard time ever coming to any kind of middle ground so that we can actually listen to each other to figure any of this stuff out. 
Yeah, it is a it's a it's a very daunting challenge when we look at everything in an adversarial light. And yes. that's been a part of the thematic communication on this show, as I recognize there are things that I don't agree with or I might seemingly be opposed to. But at the same time, finding out that there may be a perspective that we don't know why somebody believes what they believe. And, and the, the hardest thing I've asked you to do, Jared, today to come on as our first new live show, even though we did a new show for our Sunday radio broadcast yesterday. And uh, it was great. And we had uh, let's see, what was what did we do yesterday? Super Don, we had uh, Green Smoothie Girl, our friend. Mm. Uh, Robin Openshaw, who's been for years uh, a champion for detox and going into the new year. And there's a program that you can plug into and, and more. And uh, if we look at what I want to do with you, Jared, today, there's a guy, as I, I intimated in the opening, Peter ho 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 who's not a big fan of the things you or I say. Very much, I would call him a vaccine cultist, but he likes to lean on his credentials talking about an MD degree or some kind of science degree. And I often refer to those degrees as degrees because people often lose the ability to use common sense and critical thinking skills when they have them. Now, uh, there's an article here. Uh, let's see by, I think this is by Pierre Corey. Have you met Pierre and had Corey, Corey on your show yet? He hasn't been on my show yet, but we've talked and he's almost been on my show a couple of times. Schedules haven't quite lined up yet. So hopefully soon. I think that's the same thing, Super Don, unless you think that we have had him on. I don't recall at this point, but I'd like to. But he's become. Not yet, no. No, not yet. Okay. So more and more of a guy that I watch as many of these physicians that have woken up and have integrity to say, you know what? I was wrong about vaccines or whatever yeah. it is. And I respect that immensely. And he's written an article on his uh, substack, The Forgotten Side of Medicine. And the question is, why does Peter Hotez think we are mass murderers? And it's, it's a good question because he's, you know, basically claimed some things like, uh, the World Health Organization recently tweeted out a statement of his that said anti-vaccine activism, which I actually call anti-science aggression, which we've referred to him saying that, has now become a major killing force globally. And that was Peter Hotez. And and uh, there's a video that was put out, clearly not by Hotez, unless he's like a professional filmmaker now, because it's a very high quality thing. You find out that there are PR agencies that take advantage of these statements and try to push an agenda very slickly. Not like I do here, but uh, very slickly. And uh, super, do you have that video clip of of uh, you know the? Is it the first one? Is sort of worshipful of Hotez and what he's saying? Is it not? We have to recognize that anti-vaccine activism, which I actually call anti-science aggression, has now become a major killing force globally. During the COVID pandemic in the United States, two hundred thousand Americans needlessly lost their lives because they refused a COVID vaccine, even after vaccines became widely available. And now the anti-vaccine activism is expanding across the world, even into low and middle income countries. It's a killing force. Anti-science now kills more people than things like gun violence, global terrorism, nuclear proliferation, or cyber attacks. And now it's become a political movement. In the U.S., it's linked to far extremism on the far right. Same in Germany. So this is a new face of anti-science aggression. And so we need political solutions to address this. Ah, and the World Health Organization takes the tag at the end there. A global communist agenda, if there ever was one, if you know about the United Nations and World Health Organization. It is not health freedom oriented at all. I, I, I'm... I'd be embarrassed if I was Hotez to do that, but I think embarrassment is not part of Hotez's life experience. Yeah, you know, it's an interesting thing because for the first time ever in 15 years of doing my show, 
uh, during COVID, I started to receive, it wasn't the first time I'd ever received hate mail, but I started to receive mail that sounded a lot like that video. I got a letter that told me I was complicit in the death of thousands for talking against the uh, COVID vaccine, for bringing up the problems that I saw with it before it was even released. And uh, interestingly enough, it's it's funny how people are, I guess. These are handwritten letters in some cases or typed letters with no return address, no phone number, no, you know, no way for me to open up a debate, but just to listen to them complain about how awful of a person I was for pushing this, you know, propaganda agenda that they wanted to call it. Oh, clearly. I mean, the propaganda we're involved in actually references a lot of uh, peer-reviewed scientific literature when they say we're anti-science and we're anti-science aggressionists. Uh, well, I, I guess it's only because we choose the wrong scientific journals or the wrong scientific journal articles to back up a lot of the things that we say that you know as well. So it becomes a cult-like devotion to a belief in what I call the sacrament in the church of pharmaceutical mysticism, these, these needles or vaccines, of which the mRNA injection didn't even meet the definition until they altered it, although they right. haven't done that statutorily fully yet either. And there, there's problem after problem with this. Now, uh, in addition to that little video the World Health Organization or PR company hired by them put together to show how we are killers simply for speaking out alternative points of view, much less other scientific, uh, let's say, validated uh, perspectives, whether they be in the peer-reviewed literature or not, uh, there was a little interview that's a little inconvenient to Hotez that we featured, I don't know, a year or two. How long ago was this, Super Don, that he appeared on the Joe Rogan show? Do you remember? It was April of 2020. So, okay, right at the beginning of this, when the, yeah. the ramp up to, uh, well, the massive propaganda fear campaigns were really kicking into gear. And uh, his interview with Joe Rogan probably didn't go as well as he had hoped. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the one of my favorites. And he's done a lot of interviews, but this one in particular, um, just because I'm such a fan of Peter Hotez. <laughs> It was great when, because listen, Joe Rogan, he, he, he doesn't, he asks, he asks questions, real questions. He has no problem with that, with, uh, you know, getting real. Um, and he doesn't pull any punches. And so, yeah, Peter Hotez shows up because he thinks he's going to be able to talk about how great vaccines are. And uh, Joe Rogan kind of, kind of set a trap and he fell right into it. Here's the first clip. Do you take care of your immune system in other ways? Do you take probiotics? Are you cautious about your diet? Um, I'm not as cautious about my diet as I should be. I'm a junk foodaholic, uh, actually. Well, that seems like a terrible thing for your health. It, it is a terrible thing for my health and something my wife is uh, working on. But that seems basis. ridiculous for someone who works with health. Yeah. Yeah. What's Somet going on with you, man? Sometimes, man, I just don't Sometimes. get it right. <laughs> How often? What? How often? How often do I steal a bag of chips or something like that? How often like do you that? eat garbage? Uh, I don't day? know. No, no, hopefully not every day. But, you know, hopefully so, not every day. Yeah, maybe a couple of times a week. Oh. Know. That's like, what with Rachel, my, uh, my daughter with autism, that's like our thing is to go to the uh, – it's called the burger joint or to um, Shake Shack to get, mm -hmm. a, to get a cheeseburger. We'll stick, sneak some fries. So, mm. so you – Live in large, we call it. Like that mouth pleasure so much, you're willing to sacrifice a little bit. Of I health. am, yeah. I, you know, I, you know, I, I can, I have to concede that's the case. Wow, that's a bit awkward, especially <laughs> he's talking about his autistic daughter. 
who, of course, he claims the the shots had nothing to do with her autism. You know what? Look, my analysis of that that line of questioning there was that Joe just nailed him, and he pointed out the hypocrisy of a guy that's running around the country telling everybody they got to do what's got to get your vaccines because you got to be healthy. You know, you got to be healthy because you know vaccines will keep you healthy. And Joy points out that he's doing basically his own personal choices and lifestyle is the opposite of what it is that he's telling people they need to do. Mm-hmm. And so I think he, he he threw the he played the autism card as almost like a shield because yes. he felt like he was getting attacked. It was all like, well, you're not going to continue to attack me and attack autistic kids and my autistic daughter, are you? I think that was a that was like an, a, a strategy. Mm-hmm. On yeah. his part for bringing that up. He was smiling uncomfortably as you could see. It's like, oh gosh, what is he doing this? But also to throw his child into the mix uh, and say, hey, I cheat on good food with my child. Right. Who is, you know, on the autism spectrum. Just why we know about the inflammatory impact of, of those children constantly. That's a good point. Child. That's a good point. Why would you feed your daughter, your autistic daughter, garbage too? Shouldn't yeah. you be uh, maybe it's thinking about whether look. that's a good idea or not? Yeah. Well, Let's face it. He doesn't know. I'm guessing that uh, the lack of of, uh, education he's allowed himself on the value of whole food and organic food and everything else, because that's not where he focuses his energies. He probably really doesn't have that much of an understanding about what Shake Shack means to an autistic child's gut. Mm-hmm. Uh, or an autistic child's brain. And that's sad for a guy who's supposedly a world-renowned scientist, but I honestly wouldn't doubt at all that he doesn't really understand what whole food and healthy food really means to the human body. Well, if, if you want to find out, here in this next clip, Joe Rogan, he doesn't let up. And so <laughs> he kind of exposes a little bit here of what this guy, Peter Hotez, doesn't know. Watch this. Well, there's, uh, I mean, I don't have to tell you, but there's a a large body of data that connects poor diet to a host of diseases. Mm -hmm. That seems like a crazy decision for a guy in your line of work. There you go. Sometimes the, uh, (laughs) (laughs) sometimes the, it's not all brain. It's, uh, it's something else. Do you take vitamins? I don't take vitamins. Really? Yeah. I don't wow. I don't think they do. I don't think they're needed. Because most in the, Amer- in the American. What? In the American. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. You don't think they're needed while you're eating junk food? Well, think- ho- hopefully I'm not only eating junk food. Okay, right? but you know, there's a large body of clinical mm-hmm. research on the efficacy of vitamins, mm-hmm. especially vitamins D, vitamins I, I have B, taken this- vitamin D for periods for on the periods. recommendation of my internist. Yeah. Yeah. What about essential fatty acids, which mm-hmm. are great for your brain, fish oil, uh, all these different things that are fantastic uh, I'm, for I'm not gonna. Ar- I'm not going to argue with you. What you is got, going you, on with you, doctor? You got it over me. Yeah. Did you, you hear him say he takes vitamin D for his periods? Is he having gender? No, 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 no. For period, but no, no, no. Like periods of time. Oh, gotcha. I'm sorry. I'm so confused by that. Yeah, no, no, no. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Just (laughs) brutal. And you can just see he's just squirming. He's sitting in his seat and he's like, (laughs) yeah. And and, and you pointed out when we were talking with Jared before the show uh, opened today. How he was whining. Remember, he used to whine about how his book on on you know his. Child- it was in that same interview. Yeah, it was in that same interview where he was talking about the anti science. What did he call it? It's like he used some some stupid word like the anti science 
cabal or Avengers. I don't know what what it was that you said, but he made he made it out to be like this giant, large, organized mafioso, you know, organization. You know, keeping his book off the bestseller charts. Oh yeah, Robert yeah. He had written a book, better. and his book was like number three thousand and two, <laughs> and and the book that that RFK Jr. I think had written was like number one, and he was just like these people, you know, these anti science aggression writing books. Maybe he was oh. on his period after all. I don't know. He might have been. Yeah, maybe that's why he needed the vitamin D. I don't know. He's an emotional man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like how he started that answer with, well, I don't believe vitamins do any good. I don't think you need them, right? And then he ends it with, oh, you got me, right? Uh, yeah. yeah I could, I've never read a study about fish oil and what it could do for me. <laughs> well, and I mean, you've got Joe Rogan making a very valid point that if you're eating crap, you, you're going to be deficient. And so, you know, a situation like that would be like, Perfect for supplementation because you're obviously not getting it from the food that you're eating if you're eating at the Shake Shack. Right. But then what is hotels? Oh, well, you know, the standard American diet, blah, 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 blah. So he starts reading off some bullet point, which is irrelevant to his own actual personal situation that really was what they were talking about. So I just love how, how Joe just it, that, that's just one of the best interviews I think he's ever done. Yeah. We got one more clip to play, though, there, Super D. But wait, there's more. Yes, we've got one more here, and I think the, the, the especially the end of this clip uh, is one that we talked about. Definitely something we need to cover again. You gotta yeah. listen, but it would you would have a much better argument. Don't you're, you think? You're, you're making my wife stay here. So. If you're taking care of yourself a hundred percent instead but of but you just still need but you still need your vaccines. I'm sure you do, but mm -hmm. vaccines aren't going to prevent cancer. No, that's true. Right. That's and true. You, there's a lot of diseases. Or that, diabetes or cardiovascular sure. disease. Or and a lot of these diseases yeah. are connected directly to diet. Right. Yeah. Yep. Come yeah. on. Can't be pushing only chemicals in injectable forms to facilitate health. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair. Not chemicals. They're vaccines. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> What's in them? What? It's not, I mean, it's some sort of chemical, no? No, they're antigens, right? They're, right. they're What's they're the fluid? Ma macromolecules. What's the liquid stuff? Uh, typically, it would be saline or you know salt water. And... Wow! What? Wow! Remember that? Yeah, that it's was just antigens and salt water. That's all that's in a vaccine. It's just fluid. What? Sure, no, no chemicals. And of course, if you said that was April twenty twenty, yeah, that was, uh, the right you know heading into the mRNA injection, which nobody oh, yeah. knew what the hell was in those, much less the fact that they weren't antigens and and water or salt water. And that even today, they're not what traditionally you knew as vaccines. So, Jared, again, he makes an argument on the Joe Rogan thing that makes it uh, just, like I said, embarrassing to be claiming that you actually know something. Yeah, well, I think when you get caught in your own, I don't know, lies, misinformation, propaganda, right? I mean, the, yeah. the fact that they actually used propaganda in that World Health Organization at the beginning, it's brilliant. Because if you are the ultimate propagandist, then claiming that your you know, enemy is also a propagandist uh, can create a lot of confusion. When you get caught like that, like Hotez did over and over and over again in the video, I just think he was stumbling over himself all, all the time. And, and the truth of the matter is, too, and tell me if you think I'm wrong on this, but these guys that are these mega vaccine pushers and Hotez and Offit, you know, maybe are the, you know, number one and number two in that group out there. They recognize, I think, very, very well that nobody knows much about vaccines in the pro-vaccine community. 
the anti-vaccine community, we've all read books, right? <laughs> we've read the books. We've looked at the science. We have a, a position that is an opposing position because of the education that we've uh, found for ourselves. But he can say that on Joe Rogan to 40 million listeners that, yeah, it's just saline, it's just salt water, because he knows that nobody is going to look into it anyway. You know, it, how hard is it to read a label? I mean, come on. If you saw the label, right? Or, or you, yeah, go, the, go, go to Pfizer.com. What is in it? And they'll tell you. You can look it up and see in there. There's not a single vaccine that says antigens in salt water. Not one. <laughs> and this guy's some this guy's some immunologist, disease expert guy. You know, I think it's funny how throughout the last three years, what, what has been the mantra, one of the mantras that you've seen there, follow the science. Mm-hmm. Follow the science, right? Mm-hmm. Now, now, when Rogan is sitting there pointing out and telling him, hey, follow the science. Look, you know, vi- vitamins and, and, and fish oil and fatty acids and, and junk food, what, what that does to you. There's a lot of science behind that. This is science we've known for a long time. This is basic science he should have learned in the first year of, 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 of medical school, right? Yeah. Would they teach is he following right? the science? No, he's not following the science, yet he goes around and tells everybody else, oh, if you're anti-vaccine, you're not following the science. He's following the science he's paid to follow. Yeah, yeah exactly. Well, well he's I, ignoring the science he's paid to follow, something like that. That he's supposed to champion, right? He's supposed yes. to be championing that science. Well, and I think that's why, you know, here we enter the Pick calendar. science. Year. Which science, right? 2023. And the vast, I don't say if it's a majority, but let's just say, are people moving your way, Jared? You know, as far as the things you've known in the in the health food, natural products industry, or are they moving more towards the medical understanding or perspective on health, healing, uh, immunology, et cetera? I, I would argue that over the past two, two and a half or three years, there's been more movement toward our direction of holistic viewpoints on health and healing than in the entire history of what I've been doing on radio, what you've been doing on radio, and, and then some things we could never have achieved thanks to their outrageous push and suppression of speech and even scientific speech associated with things that uh, kind of deflect or, or completely destroy their narrative. I couldn't possibly agree more. It, we, we covered this for a few moments, I think, on uh, the episode you did on my show. But this thing, if you want to look at a silver lining that came from COVID, it is the awakening of millions of people who, I think, for the most part, didn't really have a strong position one way or the other. They just kind of went along with what they went along with and what the, the general narrative with, with was. And then when it was shoved down their throats to the point of regurgitation, they started to realize, well, wait a minute, this doesn't feel right. And it doesn't sound right. And there's some stuff missing. And why are they hiding this? And why are they hiding that? And then as people started to dig, and of course, they had to dig into places like Rumble. They had to dig into places like Substack. They had to listen to, you know, propagandist uh, filled podcasts like the Robert Scott Bell show, you know, they had to look in places that they hadn't looked before. And then they saw it. Yeah. I always say it like this. You peek behind the curtain. You can't unsee what you just saw. And when you start opening it wider, it's like, holy cow, what am Mm -hmm. I looking at now? And that's happened to so many people uh, during this, uh, these pandemics that that we've dealt with. Thematically, Jared, I mean, that's exactly what I went through a lot of years ago, decades now, that I said, my gosh, I was lied to about my body, about health, about healing, about nutrition, about medicine, whether it was intentional or not, 
That was the fact that I encountered in my own body and my own lack of health that opened me up to see the world differently and then begin to ask questions, use critical thinking skills about other areas of life to say, hey, if they deceive me so completely and my parents so completely and many parents so and grant over the 20th century into the 21st, what else could we have been deceived about? And it was like the, you know, the string that removes the sweater completely. The sweater was covering your eyes, right? Suddenly you're like that thread led and that sweater is gone that you thought you believed in was a real sweater. It's gone. And, and so to your point about the last two and a half, three years of COVID, it's caused others to pull the thread. And now people like Pierre Corey, Peter McCullough, right? Many others we can't mention, some of whom I've interviewed and you've interviewed, have now looked back at not just because of the COVID jab and only the COVID jab, but now are going back in time to those traditional so-called antigen vaccines and Pierre Corey has said, who's been very pro-vaccine in his entire career up to this yes. point, that I will not allow nor administer a vaccine for any one of my family members nor recommend it. And not just COVID, but going back. So what have they done to themselves in terms of the propagandists like Hotez? They've destroyed their own argument via suppression or, let's say, jumping the shark, the medical shark, the vaccine shark so many times that it becomes absurd to follow and say they're legitimate. And so they're destroying themselves far great, far more efficiently than any of us who have different viewpoints could have ever done. Yeah, I, absolutely. There is a there's a fact that I think can't be denied. Human nature is such that nobody wants to be forced to do anything. And prior to this, with vaccines, while there was some force and there was some shaming and there were things like this. And and there were even maybe perceived mandates and mandates in a couple of states here in, here in America. For the most part, it was just this is what you do because it's what's good for your kid. The same way as uh, you you try and feed your kid healthy food, you try and you know take your kid for the well baby visits because it's what's good for your kid. There wasn't this shove it down your throat mentality like we got during the pandemic. And those of us who we really don't like to be told what to do, but we maybe we're kind of going along with it for a while. Then mm -hmm. it was like, you know what? No, I'm not going to, you know, hand up, stop right yeah. there. I better look into this thing and figure it out for myself. Yeah, you pushed too hard. You went too far. And it yep. was their own doing. We warned them, not that they would listen. They're like, we'll say, Robert, don't tell them what they're doing wrong. So they keep doing it. I'm like, it doesn't matter. They, they, they will not pay attention to what they're doing because they're so fanatical about their beliefs whether you believe or perceive they're rooted in any scientific principles or, or uh, uh, peer-reviewed articles uh, to support their positions or not. And, and so they're struggling now. And, you know, this is another desperate attempt that we played that original video that WHO put out about Hotez claiming that we are somehow killers, killers for believing what we believe. And again, the headline of the article we have at Substack from Pierre Corey uh, is the question, you know, and it's a very good question. Why is it? Why does Peter Hotez think we are mass murderers? Does he really believe it? I don't know if he believes it sincerely or not. I, I think, you know, with cultists, they are true believers. And when confronted with things that kind of threaten their dogma or worldview, they go into cognitive dissonance and they make wild claims. Like how many people now had a jab or two or three that now don't want a fourth one or any more? And now they're being considered in the same light as mass murderers. How is that going to win them friends and influence people? It's like they're destroying their own agenda that they have had success with over many years because, as you pointed out, Jared, people were like, I don't have a dog in the fight. I'll just roll with it. 
but now you've gone too far. And so I thank Peter Hotes for doing what he's doing because he's actually bringing more people on over to see Jared and to listen to the Robert Scott Bell show and do these wonderful things that they say are, are resulting in death. We argue are resulting in more life. Well, I'll tell you what's crazy. And I know you've seen this cause I know you've interviewed a lot of the same people that I have, but you know, I do two podcasts now. One came because of the COVID vaccine. It's called the dearly discarded podcast. And all I do is interview people who've been injured or family of people who've been killed by those MRNA vaccines. And these are all people every single one of them that I've interviewed that I would have disagreed with uh, prior to COVID-19 in terms of should we get vaccinated? Should we not get vaccinated? In most cases, we are pretty different politically, uh, you know, more left-leaning, more right-leaning, more centrist, whatever. And what is, I think maybe, again, one of the big blessings of all this and one of the big silver linings of all this is that people who were all in, people who signed up, like Bree Dressen, who signed up for the actual clinical trials, are now saying, uh-uh, I was lied to. I was, you know, this this was an absolute scam, and now I'm hurt, and now I'm injured, and nobody will try and take care of me except for the people who were warning me against this in the first place. And because of that, they are they're shedding their own believers in massive numbers. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, if you're just tuning in, Jared St. Clair, our guest here, and we've got him linked up at vitalitynutrition.com. We also have linked up the interview he conducted with me over the holidays. Uh, it says episode 288. I guess the number, right? 288? That's right. Yep. Robert, Scott Bella, Hopper, Selenium, Magnesium, and more. And that was great because I was planning to have to talk about it in the future, but it's already aired. So now y'all can check it out and see what <laughs> we did on his show, which is awesome. You should listen and, and, and chime in and as well as subscribe however you can. And, of course, he's got the, the store in Bountiful, Utah, outside of Salt Lake. Uh, also, there's an upcoming event uh, I've just recently learned about. Uh, it's YourHealthFreedomDixie.com. Of course, it's strange for me growing up in Georgia when I think of Dixie. It's different. Uh, but you're talking southern Utah and St. George. Um, there's an event coming up on, it uh, looks like, what, the uh, January the 14th, is it? That's gonna right. Be your yeah, a Saturday event, and you'll be speaking. There's another number of other awesome folks that we've had on the show. They're friends of ours, and I'm going to see if I can get down there for it now that I see my schedule is clear. It's in between two events. Uh, there it is, A Better Way, Live, Laugh, and Learn. There's all kind. Of, Eric Mutzos, our friend we've had on. Uh, let's see who else. Dr. Paul Thomas, pediatrician, man of great integrity, is there. Carrie Maude, who we've had on the show, of course, and she was with us at the Red Pill Expo. Uh, Lori Gregory. And Layla Sentner, we haven't seen Layla in a while. There's Jared. I joke, I was like, who invited that guy? I'm glad they did, Jared. <laughs> and, uh, a, a comedian, a Derek Richards comedian, probably very awake and aware to these things. Luke Yamaguchi and Five Times August. So what a great lineup. Very uh, affordable as well. So if you want to check that out, Super Don, if you hadn't added that to the notes, go ahead and do that. See if I can make it down there for that. What are you going to speak on when you're at that event? I'm going to talk about probiotics, uh, probiotics and the uh, need to really, really uh, learn how to avoid antibiotics. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's one of the things I, I thematically I keep coming up like I'm going to be speaking at an event in Orlando coming up. Uh, the Warners are putting on uh, it's the fifth through the eighth. So Wednesday we're heading out. And one of the things I want to talk about is the failure of not just medicine, but holistically inclined people 
to rely efficiently enough on interventions that do not require or that preclude the need for ever resorting to, I call it chemotherapy, antibiotics mm-hmm. for infection. And I'm not saying, I'm not a guy that bans things. That's not what I'm into. But I, I would say that if we would really know how the immune system works and how to support it, much less counteract it more holistically in terms of things that challenge our system that we go, oh my gosh, this time I need an antibiotic, uh, we would be much healthier. My kid's now uh, 23. My son just turned 23. My daughter is uh, 17. They've never once had an antibiotic, not once. Now, they've had infections, as we all have, what we call infections. But I haven't had to resort to antibiotics because I know how to utilize the substances of creation, minerals like silver, and also homeopathic remedies that address infectious responses in the body. And so I've been able to navigate with my wife, who's a retired D.C., without having to resort to that, even as I said, if there's a point where I see that all of my efforts holistically are not enough, there's a role, a last line of resort, so to speak, as opposed mm-hmm. to the first, second, and third. And so then we get into, oh my gosh, we've destroyed the microbiome, particularly its biodiversity, which is necessary for the balance of function of everything. It's not about one species or strain, it's about all of them. And we create a scenario where we are always, what we say, leading from behind, we're trying to catch up, catch up, get back, get back. And even one dose or round of an antibiotic could set you up for a lifetime of chronic diseases. Yeah. And, and the thing that I think is really critical, interestingly enough, you know, here we are in the information age and things like probiotics aren't being, uh, for the most part, censored on Google, like, uh, you know, some of the COVID stuff was. So if you want to learn about probiotics, if you want to learn about gut health, you want to learn about the microbiome, it's all there. And a lot of people are paying attention and and listening to shows like this and reading these articles and learning about but the microbiome. But one of the things that I think is still lacking is an education of just how to prevent breaking it up in the first place, how to not need an antibiotic, uh, mm-hmm. why we are overdoing uh, antibacterials like the soaps and the sprays and the Lysol wipes and all these types of things. If people understand how to do it, that there is an alternative, because I've got four kids. I've got four kids from 10 years old to 25 years old, none of which have had an antibiotic. I didn't have my first antibiotic till I was 45 years old. And it was for a stupid little surgical procedure they wouldn't let me out of. Um, so 45 years, I didn't die with no antibiotic or any of these uh what is it? Antigen and saline solution uh, items that Hotez was talking about. (laughs) And so here we have at least five people, me and my four kids that have figured out how to avoid those. Mm -hmm. And what I always try to make clear to people is it's just like with you. It's for me, it was just how I was raised, right? I had a certain way that my parents did things that was very, very different than the way that your parents did things. And yet your parents were trying to be the best parents they could be, I'm sure. And my mm-hmm. parents were trying to be the best parents they could be. And so it's just what level of education do you have on that particular subject? And because I knew how to do this stuff way back then, it was easy for me to do it as a parent. I knew that we could use colloidal silver and put it up into the sinuses for a sinus infection. I knew that 85% of sinus infections weren't caused by bacteria anyway. So that 85% of sinus infections that were being treated with an antibiotic were being treated with something that could not kill the infection. I learned that you can use things like D-mannose to wipe out a urinary tract infection instead of an antibiotic. I also then learned later in life as they started doing the human microbiome project just how devastating antibiotics really were that 
amoxicillin could knock your microbiome down by 50% in 10 days. You start to learn that stuff and then you start to learn that there's alternatives and it's actually, it starts to become pretty easy to avoid antibiotics. You don't fear things like strep and ear infections and sinus infections and urinary tract infections like maybe you once did. Well, you're right. And the fear that we've witnessed uh, on steroids, to understate it, over oh, yeah. COVID time is something that has been utilized, like you pointed out, to drive people to antibiotics. And I'm not saying that doctors don't mean well, right? This has never been my argument that doctors were intentionally killing people, although with the hospital protocols under COVID, now you can argue that they are engaged in murderous activity and they should or do know better. Uh, but following orders is no excuse. But the, the point you're making that I love so much that I try to bring out as well is that our willingness to take antibiotics and not treat them as seriously as they are. Like I said, I have a slide up and I said, I want, you know, one of my, uh, uh, you know, it's just kind of pointing it out in a different way. It's like, I want you to hear if your doctor says, I think I need to prescribe you an antibiotic for an infection. I want you to hear your doctor saying, I think I need to put you on chemo for this infection. And then you go, whoa, 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 doc, wait, chemo. Is that a little harsh? Until we're at that level of let's be reluctant Unless it's a truly last resort scenario, we are taking those things far too easily, far too frequently. And yet we've accepted that almost as a, a, an, an industry standard, of course, in medicine. One of the key things you go to a doctor for is an infection and get an antibiotic still to this day. True of veterinary doctors as well, outside of those holistically inclined. Uh, so this is a devastating starting point in addition to the experimental injections that are not just saline advantages through childhood leading the, us down a road of chronicity beyond the infections that you could argue, yeah, there are people that have died with infections over eons of existence, yet we are still here as a species because we didn't have antibiotics until how long in the 20th century, right? So there are ways that we obviously survived these plagues or infectious scenarios and manifestations without them. Why do we think that we can't achieve that or raise children without them? You've done it, I've done it, and there are others in this audience that are doing it. Absolutely. And what I'm really encouraged by, I recently started up a Facebook listeners group for my show and I've got almost 400 people in there. It's not a big group. We just started it up in July, I think. And uh, but these people, this is the interesting thing. I have people that are in their 70s in that group. But I'll tell you what, almost everybody in that group is probably under 40 mom or dad trying to raise the healthiest kids that they can. And I would say a lot of them are under 30, 35, you know, with little kids at home, still planning to add more kids to the family, that type of thing. I get more questions about, well, what can I do for my two-year-old? What can mm -hmm. I do for, uh, you know, my, my fertility issues that I'm dealing with? Or how do I take care of this or that, that in regards to raising a healthy young family? And that to me is really, really exciting because yeah. I believe that we live in a time where the people who are just starting families over the last five, 10 years, maybe some of the most awake people to health and nutrition. Now, many of them are also kind of snowed by the propaganda from World Health Organization and the Fauci's of the world. But boy, I'll tell you, I think that there is a generation of young parents right now mm -hmm. that is absolutely paying attention in ways that I haven't seen before. Yeah. And speaking of the, the folks that are out there listening, supporting us and supporting Jared, we love your questions. Keep them coming. We do have some listed in the show notes today at robertscottbell.com. It is uh, January the 2nd, I believe. Yeah. Uh, the first uh, Monday of the new year, 2023. This is from Tracy. She says, I'm hearing there may be a new OTC naloxone called Revive. I was wondering who owns the patent and stands to make millions off this new version. Does this have anything to do with allowing fentanyl to flow across our southern border unchecked? 
Tracy. Now, this is an interesting question, Tracy. I don't know the relationship to what you say, but clearly with the access to things that can, at, at, at micrograms of microgram doses can stop your breathing and kill you invisibly. Uh, the uh, access to something like naloxone, which might reverse that, may be a crisis intervention where we go modern medicine has a place, but the irony, of course, is these other things that are sneaking through the border are also pharmaceutical creations. Yeah, it, that the opioid thing is an absolute mess and a disaster. And of course, it's been, I know you've talked about it on your show plenty, uh, how complicit uh, pharmaceutical companies and the U.S. government have been in allowing this to happen. And so then, but now we're here, right? So then maybe naloxone does have its place, but it's a valid question. Who stands to make all the money off of this? We know 100% that these opioid uh, producing pharmaceutical companies are also the companies making things like naloxone and double dipping really on the profitability of this thing, right? Yeah, create the disease or the problem and come in with this solution. It's a, a, a very profitable thing. I don't think from a soul perspective, a spiritual perspective, I think it's uh, quite damning. Uh, and, and the place you might go after this lifetime to pay that off, it's not going to be pleasant, I believe. That's my perception of that. Uh, Jared, how do people listen to your uh, podcast show? So all the major podcast players, of course, uh, Apple and Spotify, but I'm on all the minors too, uh, CastBox and things like that. Um, we've got 288 episodes up there with yours being the most recent. And uh, one of the things that I really try to do, I, I guess my little niche with my show is trying to help people understand how to better use supplementation for their health. And there are a lot of people that really want to actually take care of themselves and figure this stuff out. Oh, how much omega-3 should I use if I'm dealing with this? How much vitamin C should I use if I'm dealing with that? And the questions are valid and a little hard to find answers to in many cases. And so one of the things that I really try and do on my show is help people with kind of user's guides and help people figure out how to best use that stuff. Well, I love it. I appreciate it. It took a long time for us to connect, but dude, <laughs> we're, we're, we're connected now, Jared, my brother. I appreciate all that you're doing and I can't wait to uh, see you. If, if at, not at that Dixie event, hopefully I can, but maybe there's another event. I know we have the, uh, I, there's a be healthy Utah event, Sandy at the convention center there uh, coming up in April, but April, hopefully there'll be some yeah. other things. And, and I had asked you about your uh, willingness to host a little of uh, events and lectures and presentations at your store in Bountiful. That would be fun. Absolutely. To yeah, you've got a nice little seminar room there. Yeah, I just got to catch up with the technology. You guys know what you're doing over there. I got to come over <laughs> and see your studio. <laughs> yeah, please do. We we love to get together. But the thing is, I can take this studio into your store and we can live broadcast almost on a moment's notice with decent internet access. So there's good news in terms of the nimbleness with which we can proceed to get the information out that Hotez doesn't like and doesn't want. I love it. I love it. I very much look forward to more interactions. All right, Jared St. Clair, thanks for kicking in the first live show of 2023 with me. Uh, what a great way to start. Thank you so much, RSB. I appreciate what you're doing and not keeping your mouth shut in times when people do need to hear your voice. Yep. Check them out at vitalitynutrition.com. And again, all the links are up in the show notes, including to the podcast episode 288 with me and he. I had to rhyme it. Jared St. Clair. Awesome, dude. You get, Give him a big hug when you see him. And hopefully we'll get together soon uh, in, the, in the second hour. And thank you, Jared, for being on board. What a great show. I appreciate you so much. Um, the second hour, we got uh, Tia Severino talking about another champion, setting the stage for parallel tracks moving forward, not looking to be a whiner and go, oh, what are we going to do? It's like she's doing it. 
And we're going to do it together at the Next Steps Conference outside of Atlanta, Lake Lanier Islands, uh, February 22nd through the 25th. I'll be celebrating my birthday that weekend with mom as well, who's now dancing again, which is great at 88, almost 89 later this month. And uh, there's a lot of great things happening in 2023. You could choose. This is the interesting thing. You could choose to participate in the misery if you want. You could choose to whine like Hotez if you want. But I'll hazard a guess that if you're here, you're not a whiner. <laughs> you, you like you like championing uh, this uh, freedom. You like being a living example for others. Maybe you're just learning how to do that. And that's what we like to highlight and spotlight, people like Jared that have been doing that for years as well. And it, it's uplifting. And I believe we've been given the powers of co-creation by God, by that which created us all. And we can use it for destructive purposes or we can use it for amazing purposes in this new year, abundance, uh, joy, and healing. But I know that fear, the emotion of fear ties into a lot of uh, uh, things that those who manipulate you and I and all of us uh, to do things not in our best interest often play out because they, they found out what we're afraid of. So as we move forward in this year, I mentioned it last year, find out what you're afraid of and work on that. And then they can't frighten you to do things that are harmful to you or anyone else. Stand by. We're about to crank up our uh, simulcast hour now. All right. Welcome, everybody. The Robert Scott Bell Show 2023 edition is cranking it up here on our sister network. I can call it that, I guess, of Brideon.tv, which we simulcast on once a week. Uh, the Robert Scott Bell Show appears on Mondays, our second hour. We've got a lot of cool stuff to do as we crank up the new year here. This hour, Tia Severino, my good friend, We'll be talking about the Next Steps event in Atlanta, Buford, Lake Lanier Islands, February 22nd through 25th. I'll give you some heads up on some other events. In fact, this weekend in Orlando, Florida, stand by for that. Or if you haven't already checked it out at robertscottbell.com, you can sign up for our newsletter by texting my initials, RSB, to 22323. That's it. The number 22323 and my initials, RSB. You'll get in on all of the, the happenings on this show all the upcoming events, all the wonderful things that can empower you to get well and stay well at a time where the hotesses of the world do not want you to know how to do that or that you can do it. The power to heal is yours. Once again, rocking the health world, two hours a day, six days a week here on the Robert Scott Bell Show. That's Super Don working over the holidays to update some of the, uh, I, I don't know what you call those things, bumpers and stingers going in and out of breaks and stuff. That was cool what you did there. Kind of different, huh? Yeah, definitely, man. One, like, one thing I, I do want to point out, though, I, yeah. you know, I've been, I sent out a newsletter, actually, just a few minutes ago. I kind of took the week off, so okay. people have been like, oh, where's the newsletter? <laughs> well, you know. I actually took some time off. So, <clears throat> um, but I just want to point out that, you know, we've been doing the, you can text to uh, subscribe to the newsletter for probably what, about a year or so now, I think. Yeah, been kind of a yeah. thing, Right. Mm -hmm. So I just want to show how when Robert Scott Bell takes a week off, mm -hmm. he suddenly forgets things. What did I do? Uh, <laughs> I please forget? don't text to 22323. That's the wrong number. 22828. Yeah. Okay. All right. So yeah. yeah, this is right. My brain took a, a park on the uh two on two the three Sorry, two three. 
I don't know where that where, came from. Where did that come from? Well, I didn't have a visual guide. That's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the. I'm over here on this. Oh, and I'm just oh, like, oh, oh, oh no. Two two eight. Yeah, two 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 eight two eight. So if you send it to two two three two three, somebody's going to go. What? What is this? Who message? knows what you're going to get? Yeah, you don't want to do, do that. You don't so, do sorry that. about that. Two two eight two eight. Thank you, my brother. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, you look. I, I showed up and have the ability to speak. In fact, yesterday's broadcast, uh, Sunday, our first radio broadcast of the of the new year. Uh, we had uh, Green Smoothie Girl, Robin Openshaw, and Sean uh, Cohen, Crave Kicker, Cohen. talking about Crave Kicker. Uh, detoxification, quitting smoking, and other Which, things. by the way, yeah. that special uh, where you can get 15% off on Crave Kicker uh, yeah. is over in three days. you got three days. It's just until January oh, take 5th. Take advantage of the 15% off. Then. Take yeah, advantage of that. It's really good stuff. I'm, I'm learning more and more about it every day, um, and it is definitely something you can use to help with kicking the habit of smoking. If you happen to be somebody who doesn't smoke and you're going, why would I want Crave Kicker? I don't smoke. Well, the Macuna purines, which is the, the active ingredient in it, uh, has way more benefits than just quitting smoking. Yeah. Uh, well, and we've covered that. Son, and if you actually, if you watch the interview that we did on Sunday, we go through some of those things as well. I mentioned my son who's, uh, you know, just turned 23 and at work, especially because Mike Adams had an interview with uh, my buddy who developed the, the, uh, the Goldbacks. And that week, next couple of weeks, we're slammed at work where my son is to try and keep up with the man. And he's like, mm -hmm. he's overwhelmed because he really cares about doing a good job. And he's like, overwhelmed. You could feel it. You could hear it. And we were out of town at the time and, I, and the Crave Kicker arrived. And I said, son, take some Crave Kicker. Let me know how you're doing. He's like, I felt better, dad. I felt yep. better. So, and he doesn't smoke or anything like that. But the L-DOPA, naturally occurring L-DOPA for the dopamine receptors will give you a lift. Yeah, uh, so definitely. To your point, Super Don, it isn't just about quitting smoking, although we'd love to see people quitting that for sure in right. the new year, whatever resolution you may have. But it's more than that. So check out Crave Kicker, Kate with a K, uh, dot com. And I thank you for that. Also, Nutritional Frontiers kicking it into gear in the new year as well. They've got some upcoming events we'll be talking to you about. And they always are, are. We've got our schedule for tomorrow, second hour. Yeah. And, and we'll talk yeah. about that. But, uh, but they're also going to be with me in Orlando at the big event the Warners are putting on. And it's the wellness parenting group. And there's so many things happening simultaneous to that. Uh, the Nurse Freedom Network, Kimberly Overton. There's a, another freedom event. I mean, it's all happening there at the Hyatt on International Drive near SeaWorld, uh, near the convention center in Orange County, Florida. Uh, so that's coming up the 5th through the 8th of January. That's our first event of the new year. It's like, I can't believe we're already hitting an event in the new year. And then the one Jared is attending last hour, if you, if you missed it, Jared St. Clair, my buddy from Vitality Nutrition, he's going to be speaking at a great event in Southern Utah and St. George on the 14th of January. And then we've got the uh, Reawaken America tour, I believe the 19th or so of January, uh, 19th, 20th, something like that. And I'll be there along with our buddy, Kevin Tuttle. Uh, we'll be doing some interviews and, and it's going to be a great weekend there in Nashville, Tennessee. And then um, February, the month coming up is why we want Tia Severino on here for the new year in just a moment. And she's standing by, uh, but there's always more in the upcoming events tab of the Robert Scott Bell show page, robertscottbell.com and the newsletter, which you can get by texting RSB to two, two, eight, two, eight. I get it. I learn eventually I'm slow, but I get there. Uh, any other announcements, super D uh, before we hit our opening article for hour two. Um, Steve McCaffrey came to your rescue here. Uh, oh. he's saying the reason why you said two, two, three, two, three is because you must have your son's 23rd birthday on the brain. Yeah, oh, that's true. And my birthday is on the 23rd of February. So yeah, there was a lot of 23. Uh, yeah. So and, like and I, as the press secretary at the white house would say, it was on top of mind. 
Yeah. Well, and also because I'm a big fan of Argent and 23. So oh, I see. Wow. Look at you, boy. That's got slick. A, all those 23s coming through right, right. now. Okay. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, Thank you, Steve. Okay. So uh, let's see what else we got going on today. We're going to get to the guest in a moment. Tia's awesome. She's so amazing. We're going to get to that. But I guess first up is some of what we were talking about with Jared St. Clair in hour one about, you know, the FDA and also the programming of the medical mind through a medical school indoctrination centers due to Flexner report. The idea that all of these ailments, illnesses, diseases, and symptoms, even emotions are evidence of some drug deficiency approved by the fear and death administration somewhere, somehow, some way. And this article goes into a new Alzheimer's drug approval, uh, the approval process being irreparably, I think broken. Uh, It's a disaster. And here's the article. Go ahead and put that up full screen so you can see it. Uh, there's this probe. It says Alzheimer's drug approval rife with irregularities. <laughs> uh, that's very kind mm-hmm. and loving to say it that way. It's rife, rife with, with irregularities. I like the way they put that. Yeah, it's like uh, we 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 don't want to force you to do anything, but we'll make it impossible for you to do anything without it. You know, it's just like a gentle way of saying it. So the FDA's contentious approval of this questionable Alzheimer's drug is taking another hit. This is called Aduhelm. I don't even want to try to pronounce the, uh, the the trade name, so to speak, or the non-trade name. But there's so much in this 18-month investigation that has come out. And we've covered some of it. And they talked about a, an atypical collaboration between FDA regulators and the company it's supposed to oversee. This is hmm. Biogen. Why don't they uh, put that in plain English, right? What? What is an atypical collaboration? Yeah. <laughs> uh, what, what's another way of putting that? Uh, corrupt relationships? There you go. An atypical collaboration, right? I'm just they're they're doing word <laughs> yoga gymnastics to keep it away from saying. George Carlin would love this one. Atypical yeah, collaboration. Activity. Why don't we so, sanitize this as much as possible? The probe cited Biogen documents saying the company intended to, quote unquote, make history when it set what investigators call an unjustifiably high initial price of fifty six grand a year for the drug. Mm-hmm which might be justified based on the pension for printing federal reserve notes out of thin air, but we'll, we'll put that aside for the moment. And they're going to decide the FDA uh, in January this month, whether to approve mm-hmm. this thing or not. And of course, it's actually, yeah. it's a different drug. It's another new Alzheimer's drug that they're, they're set to approve. Yeah. It's just like, yeah. neither one of these drugs are the solution to Alzheimer's. I can say that confidently because I know that Alzheimer's is not evidence of a deficiency of these toxic drug molecules formed in a way to get uh, unique patent protection and approval by an agency that has been captured uh, by the very industry it, it pretends to regulate. And that's part of this article's acknowledgement. Uh, in 2021, going back to the history, and we covered this on the air, yep. the FDA overruled its own independent scientific advisors when it approved it initially, even though the research studies failed to prove it helped the patients at all. And th- there were uh, FDA uh, scientists that resigned. They were outraged. They left at that point. There's like, this is not and, a real process. And Biogen, which is the company, mm-hmm. uh, they they had two studies going on that they <clears throat> they halted yeah. because the results weren't showing that it was doing anything, you know, the, any, any good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it was later on where they were like, oh, well, actually, we did this one study, you know, that one time in band camp, <laughs> you know, we did this study. <laughs> And it showed that if we gave them like a higher dose, oh, then yeah. it worked. Okay, so please, please approve our drug. And all of yeah. the scientists said, no, we don't see that this is something we want to do. And they approved it anyway. Well, and if you remember last year, we talked about the basis for uh, uh, claiming that Alzheimer's is caused, for instance, by plaque. 
you know, they call about this, this plaque amyloid plaque in the brain. And it was found out that that wasn't even necessarily true. Cause even if they reduced it, it didn't stop. The point is the uh, Alzheimer's progression. So it's much more complex or complicated, or maybe much simpler. If we go back to the heavy metal exposure, the mercury, the aluminum exposure, the mineral displacement, the lack of selenium, the lack of silicon, all of that being more critical in terms of prevention and or recovery, repair and regeneration. And that includes essential fatty acids, uh, cannabidiol, the, the endocannabinoid system, and its uh, play on the brain and the nervous system. What is this you're highlighting? I think, though, we ought, maybe we should give them the benefit of the doubt because exactly. when you read in here, it says here that apparently they, they, the Biogen, they put out a statement. Mm-hmm. And they said uh, that their, uh, or excuse me, at the FDA put out a statement, said that the decision was based on our scientific evaluation of the data and that the agency's own internal review found its interactions with Biogen were appropriate. So listen, they investigated themselves. Oh, yes. And they found that they did nothing wrong. Yeah. Sounds All right, familiar. so we should be good. Let's go out and buy as much of this Biogen drug we as we can. We investigated ourselves, and, and we found that we did nothing wrong. So just yeah. trust us. Yeah. All right, well, let's leave it there. Uh, but nothing has really changed in 2023 in terms of FDA interaction with the companies that it's supposed to regulate. Uh, the ownership and control of the care of health, much less what they call the treatment of disease. That's a monopoly. And I, I don't participate in it. And I'd encourage you to look uh, to a different path, a different way to go. And that's kind of the theme that's been emerging over the last two and a half, three years since COVID. And many people are working on it, including my good friend, Tia Severino. She hosted the Next Steps Conference last, I believe it was February of, of 2022. And she's doing it again. Now, last year, there, there's the Next Steps Conference, February 22nd through 25th in Buford, Georgia, outside of Atlanta, at the lovely Lake Lanier Islands uh, resort area. And it's going to be amazing. You go to next-steps.info and join us there. And we even have discount tickets available with the code RSB10, 10% off if you'd like. And links are up in the show notes at robertscottbell.com. The question is, will we be able to have it? Because it was quite fraught with controversy last year, not because anything that actually happened at the event, Tia, but because there were people from, I guess, was it BLM or something that didn't, or Antifa? No, it was Antifa. Yeah, I remember that. And in the last minute, within 24 hours, you had to change locations. I don't want that to happen again. No, no, we are not going to have that problem this time. I want to tell you that the people at Lanier Islands are amazing. They're patriots. They're, they're, um, they already know about what happened uh, last time. And by the way, it was in June. It was, was in June. June. And what a way to start off the show, Robert, with that crazy, crazy story. You know, mm-hmm. uh, we were going to have the event in June mm-hmm. at a church. And uh, the event was supposed to start Friday morning. And on Tuesday afternoon, an article was published on Atlanta Antifa website, basically, you know, calling us not only anti-vaccine and COVID deniers, but anti-Semite and transphobic, which, you know, to be honest with you, I think that they threw those last two in there because people just aren't paying attention to the slur anti-vaxxer anymore. I mean, it's just, they've kind of done themselves a big disservice by overusing it and by changing the definition, you know, they changed the definition of anti-vaccine. An anti-vaxxer is someone who is against vaccines. 
and or vaccine mandate. So you could even be someone who believed in vaccines, got vaccines, but didn't think that your fellow man ought to be forced, forced to, to yeah. Yeah. and you are anti-vaccine. Of course, you know, they're doing this Orwellian nonsense, uh, ministry of truth type of, of, of definition and word changing. Uh, they changed the definition of vaccine because people were pointing out when the experimental gene therapy, well, it's not even therapy, the gene modification. Yes, I will say I do believe that the mRNA vaccines do uh, have the potential to modify your DNA, get in there and mess things up. Uh, it's it's there to hijack your body's uh, cell reproduction process in order to produce the spike proteins. So uh, they had to change the definition because people were pointing out, hey, this doesn't fit the definition. So they changed mm -hmm. it and they'll continue to do that sort of word play, word change. They want to change a lot of things about our language right now. And and I, you know, I'd like to make a point about that language. Our word is our power to create. There's, there's no mistake that they're mucking around with language right now. Why do they want to alter definitions so much? Why do they want to make it so you can't even say male and female, you know, in terms of a biological identification and, and granted, I'll acknowledge that there are people that are confused about their gender. There are various reasons for that. Some of it's programming for purpose. Other things preceding all of this in our time growing up to you, the increased ex exposure to pesticides, xenoestrogens in the environment, plasticizers and other drugs that alter uh, the hormonal uh, development, production, et cetera. And so those are real issues that we could address rationally. But when we right. become in, unable to define things biologically, use terms, then it is designed to divide through confusion to make Absolutely. you more malleable and controllable. You know, and another thing, too, Robert, that isn't talked about often is that they've, they've done no studies to determine whether or not injecting infants under the age of 12 months, which when you're less than a year old, your body is still, your immune system is trying to figure out what self is. And we're injecting the DNA from aborted fetuses of the opposite sex into our right. children. And this really, you know, uh, uh, hit a, uh, started, started the crescendo rise in vaccinations after the National Childhood Vaccine Injury Act was passed that granted total immunity from liability to the manufacturers of vaccines. So we saw an exponential increase in the number of doses and the number of vaccines that are being um, given to our children under the age of 12 months. By the time you're two years old, you'd have 36 doses of, of vaccine. So um, we have no idea whether uh, in injecting male DNA into female babies and female DNA into male babies. And these are from cell lines, the most popular ones being MRC5 and WI38. MRC5 is a male fetus that was aborted in the 60s. And um, WI38 is a female fetus. And so we have the cell lines that are older than I am, as I was born in 1970, that um, have been continuously reproduced and used in all kinds of uh, medications and, and even in your, and some people don't realize it, but in your cosmetics, there's mm -hmm. these cell lines that are used either in the, the, um, the research process or and or are actually acknowledged to be in the vaccines. We have no idea 
whether or not this could be contributing to the um, gender confusion that's going on. And, and I want to say for the record that my oldest child is trans. So this is something that hits home for me. Um, um, my daughter born female is uh, is um, trans non-binary masculine presenting and so I walk a delicate kind of a uh, tightrope with this subject because I would never want to be on record of saying something anything that would be considered transphobic because I absolutely love my child I, it's excruciating to use he, him pronouns, but that's what he wants. Mm -hmm. And I wish to honor my child. Yeah, it, uh, it, so, it, it, oh, it's rife with difficulty, especially again, as it hits so close to home in your family. And I met, uh, I met he, him <laughs> at the event <laughs> I think last year as well. And uh, again, there's nothing uh, that's transphobic about even talking honestly and openly about some of these difficulties, which are very well, we're real. We're just not getting the answers to these questions. Yeah. I don't hear anybody really asking what is what is going on. Could it be a combination of the child's immune system being exposed to the opposite sex DNA? Sure. Could this be causing the the increase in the autoimmune conditions that we're seeing in our children that have, we've never seen before? Um, just the body is is being stimulated it, the vaccine's purpose is to stimulate the immune system so if you stimulate the immune system and one of the components of that is human dna does that mean that your body is then going to form uh you know uh, like a, a sort of an attack mode on human cells you, you just we are not asking these questions they won't even test vaccines with true placebos but i tell you what robert listen we we spent we've We've uh, spent a lot of time in the health freedom movement really focusing on the problem that is the vaccine program. And, um, you know, I, I've I spent years going down to the CDC ACIP meetings and giving public comments and encouraging others to go. And um, it is not enough to rail against the machine, like to rage against the machine. What what I believe very strongly is in the law of attraction, what you focus on is what you get more of. And, you know, um, I want to get into solutions and I don't see the rage against the machine as being conducive to finding solutions mm -hmm. that work for us as a society, we, for us that. to continue on, for us to be able sure. to move forward. If, and if that's all what we next had to do, Tia, if all we had to do was rage, as you said, there's been plenty of rage. And I think, you know, it's outrageous that there isn't more rage based on what we've witnessed. But at the same time, how can we channel those energies of outrage and rage into something that creates a parallel system? We've talked about newer systems. This is the theme I've heard so much of in the last three years. Uh, yes. Cooperative, uh, cooperative, well, within the various fields of medicine allopathic, homeopathic, chiropractic, naturopathic, you name it. And all of those things coming together and saying, hey, let's find out what really will work, what will help. Let's break free of the shackles of, uh, you know, say, pharmaceutical slavery, for instance, because our system, the monopoly system in, in America and much of the Western world, it's one size fits all. You know, it's either a drug or nothing. It's either a vaccine or nothing. Anything else, you got to skirt your way around to try and communicate a little something that it could help you, but not really talk about it directly about what it can do or else you will have the full weight and force of this 
I, I believe unconstitutional illegal entity or agencies like FDA, FTC, et cetera, to, to shut you down in your communication. So this leads us to the next steps conference. There are a number of these things happening. Yours is, is very unique in Atlanta. The second one coming up here, I believe um, the 22nd to the 25th of February in Buford, Georgia, outside of Atlanta at the Lake Lanier Islands. Now we're gonna have to take a break shortly for our friends on uh, brighteon.tv, but are there tickets still available? Let me ask you this before we have to take a break. Oh yeah, there's definitely tickets still available and okay. um, and people, please get your tickets and get your reservations because the, the discounted um, room block that we have at Lanier Islands, uh, they will open that up to the public on the 23rd of January. So if okay. you're coming, you wanna make sure that you are booking your room because I'm telling you this place is gorgeous. Have you ever been to Lanier Islands? Oh yeah, no, it's fantastic. I'm, I'm so excited. Listen, we gotta take a break. We're gonna talk more about how you can attend this event, next-steps.info. We also have a little video we're gonna show as well when we come back about the event. Stand by, more on brighton.tv on the Robert Scott Bell Show after this. Okay, sometimes they take a break, sometimes they don't, but we're still live on the air for everywhere else. So I'll continue to talk about whatever we wanna talk about, Tia. It's so good to see you. You're looking great. Uh, then you. you didn't stay up too late on New Year's Eve, apparently. Well, I know I was, I was tucked in bed with my dear hubby and he mm -hmm. was already snoring. And I think that the thing that alerted me that it was midnight was some, uh, folks in the neighborhood with their darn fireworks. Yeah. Yeah. That can uh, wake nice quiet. Did your husband we wake watched... up? No, I, I rolled over and gave him a kiss and, yeah. uh, yeah just to say happy new year. But, uh, we did watch the, uh, we watched the dogs play, um, and they were victorious. Uh, You're so talking about a little college football. What an exciting, uh, football <laughs> game. The Georgia Bulldogs beat Ohio state with the uh, last second heroics. Uh, pretty amazing. I enjoyed that too. Uh, also, uh, are you, are you guys sleeping on the silver right pillows yet? The silver pillows? No. I think Lisa, Lisa, was she at, she might've been at the last next steps, but I know she probably will be at the, this one, but this thing has been great. Now I uh, have been a mouth breather most of my life because of my allergies back in the, in the day habit as well. It's been a weak point, but once I started sleeping on the silver pillow, it changed almost everything. I mean, the clarity of the, the sinus clearing was amazing because every other pillow, including feather pillows tends to grow mites and bacteria and fungal species and the silver of course resists that and the kapok which is the filler by the way for those of you who took advantage of the deal that we had over the you know christmas holidays uh, we're going to be doing a giveaway this week that's the plan we're going to draw a prize for everybody that bought one we're going to give away another uh pillow you can still use the code rsb20 to get a discount on it but the silver right pillow is amazing and it could probably cut down for your husband as it did for me uh the intensity of snoring or snoring at all that was a big 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 step so I just want to share that with everybody that's got a loud husband. <laughs> well, I'd be I'd be happy to try anything that would help with that. I, I I've resorted to um, headphones and earplugs mm -hmm. and and uh, other means of deafening the the decibel level that comes right, out of it. It's, it's pretty right. amazing. Well Allowed. Welcome back, everybody. <laughs> it's, uh, the Robert Scott Bell Show on Brideon.tv, our simulcast. We have my good friend Tia Severino on this hour chatting about the upcoming uh, Next Steps event, next-steps.info, February 22nd through 25th, Buford, Georgia, just outside of Atlanta at Lake Lanier Islands. 
Uh, she had mentioned that um, you want to stay there because it's a nice resort, but book your reservation before January the 23rd. Is that right? 23rd? Yes. We're going to release the yes. blocks to the public and we want to have you access the special deals available to you uh, for the event. And you can go get tickets next-steps.info. We have it linked up in the show notes at robertscottbell.com. And you can use the code RSB10 to get a little discount, 10% off tickets, but it's well worth it. We're going to go through some of the things that are going to happen there. Um, Super Don says there's a video you sent. Can you set that up, this video presentation? Absolutely. Well, it's just a little um, promo video. It runs through the program, so you kind of have an idea what to expect on which days. And for the listening audience, unfortunately, it'll just be music. So bear with us um, while the music plays. But we have uh, just a little preview of what the event will be like. Okay. Building the Parallel Society, that's a great theme. And uh, that, that's a little rock and video. Boy, the rock stars you have coming to this event. You're not an underachiever, are you? No, you go for it <laughs> all the way. And I'm telling you, I have been so blessed that so many incredible people see the vision of what I'm trying to bring together and what we're trying to bring together because it's really a team effort you know i i can't do it on my own i do have uh, some great volunteers that work with me shout out to erica and stacy and my goodness if i uh if i didn't have those two ladies as as my uh assistants on this i'd probably be going mm -hmm. a little bit crazy <laughs> but um yeah so we've just had a you know, the last event, I got to tell you, Robert, when Antifa tried to shut us down and we were able to move at the uh, last minute and uh, 
was amazing. And get to a better location. It was actually a better location than what we would have had if we had been at that. Um, my hair is kind of bugging me right now. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's like, anyway, uh, the the venue that we went to was great. It was amazing, but we needed to step it up. And so with um, with this event, what I was going to say was that it you catch the most flack when you're over the target, right? That's an old World War II expression. You catch the most flack when you're over the target. And that uh, attention really showed me that I was doing what I'm supposed to be doing. So that's why we're we're busting on ahead with the next one. And I wanted to kind of give you a little bit of an overview of what to expect at the event, if that's okay. Well, I got you on to talk about uh, what? How about the next steps event? So yeah, it's okay. Of course it's okay, silly. Um, also, <laughs> uh, we, we have a, a, a question about the streaming potential. I know that uh, I think you recorded all of the um, uh, presentations last year for later watching. Is that also going to happen here for people around the world that may not be able to go to Atlanta area that weekend? Absolutely. Absolutely. Right now we're focused on the live event. We want people there in person because there's going to be so much happening besides just the presentations. We really want you to come and experience the resort, um, to be here with all of these amazing people. We're looking for people to make connections and get into action, right? But yes, those videos will be available. And if you missed the June conference or you attended the June conference and you want to go back and watch the presentations and the workshops from that, you can still go to uimedianetwork.org and they have it set up now where if you become a member uh, for $2.99 a month, you have access to not only the Next Steps conference workshops from 2022, but also the other exclusive content that Tim Ray is um, producing with his incredible team over there, UI Media Network. Um, I'm not, I had a show it, I had a yeah. show with them for two uh -huh. and a half years. I'm no longer with them. I wanted okay. to say for those who are, who are watching, who want to know where to find me now, I am, I have joined Children's Health Defense CHD TV and I am a rotating host. So I have every month I'm on the second Monday at 10 AM on good morning CHD. Awesome. And super exciting. My first guest was Dr. Krishna Donaparty, which I would be remiss if I did not mention uh, Functional Medicine of Georgia is our diamond sponsor for the event. Dr. Krishna Donaparty uh, is going to be one of the speakers on the new medicine paradigm. And everybody, anybody in Georgia, if you need a good functional medicine doctor, uh, functionalmedicineofga.com is the website. He's doing some incredible things with phospholipids and um, just an amazing practice, amazing people. Dr. Donna Parti is a wealth of information and a great guy. So you're going to not want to miss his presentation on Friday. But the whole thing kicks off on Wednesday, February 22nd with become a citizen journalist i'm bringing in polly tommy stephanie locriccio riley Voyevic, and myself will be um hosting a uh a, a session on how to be a, a, a member of 
the truth media, kind of like what you're doing, Robert Scott Bell. We're going to teach you how to do a how to start a blog, how to start a vlog, how to do live reporting from events, how to do um, commentary on current events, how to conduct an effective and um, engaging interview. And we're going to be giving everyone who attends that a press pass so nice. that we want to encourage everyone to cover the conference. So there'll be opportunities for anyone who um, attends that workshop and gets a press badge. You can interview speakers. You can interview attendees. You can interview vendors. You can give live commentary. You can write blog posts. We want you to cover the conference. Tia, another thing that is fun about these events is that there are what you call vendors, booths, people that set up and uh, they have products and services and different things and often to try or you can buy. Uh, this is the same thing this year. There'll be an opportunity to interact with a lot of those that are supporting the event. Absolutely. We'll have the wellness vendor fair, which will start on Wednesday and go through Friday. And so um, we hope that you will go and, and uh, peruse the vendor fair and talk to some of the... Um, all of the people who are sponsoring this event, who are vendors at the event, they're just like us wanting to make a difference, really wanting to be part of the solution. And we had some amazing vendors last time. So we're going to have some amazing vendors, some returning and some new. And also vendors from different like things you might not expect at a quote unquote health freedom conference. And I also want people to think of this as a retreat, not just a conference. Yes, there's going to be speakers. There's going to be these, what I'm now calling masterclass sessions because we did workshops. We're leveling up, right? We're leveling up. So masterclass sessions with call to action and we'll, we'll have everyone bringing their next steps that are speakers. So you're going to get next steps. You're going to get a, a whole bunch of action items that you can go, you can make a difference starting out starting right off the bat okay mm -hmm. and um and so shall i continue with the schedule a little bit yeah yeah run us through it i just want people yeah. to know that these opportunities even though we have conferences uh from time to time i'll go to attend and i'll be obviously at this one presenting and i'll be broadcasting from there as well i'm very excited about it the you know the things that you you might see and not see or hear or not hear. So I'd say just run through it real quick. Let everybody know what they're going to learn. Absolutely. So um, after the become a citizen journalist workshop, we have opt out of the technocratic state. I'm bringing back Derek Bros. You know, he has um, Derek Rose's filmmaker. Have you had Derek on your show? We've got uh, to get you. To I know Derek. we need to. It's one of those that has taken some time to put together. So I'd love to get Derek on the show. Yes. But yeah, get him on your show because he's amazing. He's got um, the the trilogy, the Conscious Resistance. He's got the Pyramid of Power, Pyramid of Power, the Pyramid of Power .net. You can go watch his um, series where he's basically breaking down the the structures of power, and all of his episodes end with things that you can do, you know, solutions, which I love and and really love what he's doing with that. So we're going to be talking about the technocratic the opt out of the technocratic state. We'll be talking about digital uh, central bank, digital currency, the digital passports, health passports, censorship and surveillance, um, total control of the supply chain. So Derek Rose and also on that work on that session, we have um, Zen Honeycutt, who's going to be talking about 
food, uh, neighborhood food network, which is her new project where um, neighborhoods are growing food and sharing amongst the community, which is really a great answer to the supply chain problem, because if we're growing our own food and we're sharing as a community, then we'll be less vulnerable to those kind of things. I have Susan Sweeten from Freedom Travel Alliance, because we've got to come up with solutions for travel. I have Tag from Life Done Free YouTube channel. He has a new um, social media platform called Freesteading. You should check this out, Robert. Freesteading.com. It's like a social media platform for mm. homesteaders. Oh, cool. So Facebook without the censorship and just mm. people who are like homesteading, homeschooling, prepping, all that kind of good stuff. And um, and then Wednesday night, I have a special screening of the movie Medicating Normal. And we'll have a Q&A with the director and co-producer, Wendy Ratcliffe, one of the people, one of the members of the film, one of the cast members of the film, Angie Peacock, who is a licensed social worker and combat vet who was, um, let's say, had struggles with the pharmaceutical drugs that they put her on after um, service serving in combat. And there's uh, some amazing stories in that movie about um, this, just the racket of the pharmaceutical um, industry when it comes to psychiatric medication. Dr. Joe Mercola is going to join that Q&A. So you'll definitely want to make sure that you have a ticket for the film screening Wednesday night. Then on Thursday, we have, it's like the home, home squared day or home, whatever you want to call it. It's the home day. We're doing homeschooling, mm -hmm. homesteading, mm -hmm. home and self-defense. Oh, so on the, so, so on the, you're in Georgia there. Has, has constitutional carry kicked in yet this year? Yep. Nice. Absolutely. All right. So you can protect yourself. That's wonderful. Yes. Yes, you have the constitutional right to carry. Um, yes. And so for the homeschooling session, I have Matt Boudreau. Do you know who that is? I don't know Matt. Oh, I don't yeah, I got to connect you with him. There are so many people that are speaking that you need to have as guests on your show. Well, we'll, we'll gear up to fit them in where we can between now and then to preview yeah. even more. Yeah. I know you're just giving the brief overview, but it's yeah. uh, there's so many yeah. subjects and I think we'll all be benefited by all of them. Uh, and yeah. uh, just like, again, thrilled to, to be back for it. And some of the people, you might not know what who they're who they are, but that's part of the beauty of this particular event is there's going to be some big names, people that you do know. And then there's going to be some you don't know. But after the event, you're going to be like, oh, wow, this person's mm -hmm. amazing. So Matt Boudreaux, um, Darlene de la Plata, who is a local friend of mine here who is amazing. Um, she's her nickname is the Herb Mom. And uh, she's a homesteader, homeschooler. And then uh, Brooke Crook, who is going to be talking about a PMA for education. So like a PEA or a pri private membership association for, mm -hmm. for education, for homeschooling. And then on the homesteading, we have... Um, Louise Milliman, who I believe, you know, you know, mm -hmm. Louise, right? King in water, cute little boho with yeah, the dreads and the bare feet. Yeah. She's, she's amazing. She's actually helping put this whole day together. 
the nice. homeschool, homesteading, home defense. And so on that workshop, on that session, we also have um, Nicole Sauce and um, Sherry and Bobby Black of Black's Homestead. They're here in Georgia, down in um, Savannah, growing mm -hmm. tropical food in a subtropical climate. So they're amazing. And um, and they have a YouTube channel, Black's Homestead. Yeah, and, and they, uh, they've done their own. The things that they're doing, you said growing uh, tropical in a subtropical climate. I mean, yes, I'm thinking about being hungry there at the event. Will there be vendors that make good quality food available? Because most of these places, you know, still don't, although it's changed over the years. I acknowledge that as well. But should I brown, brown bag all my food for the weekend or what, what, what am I going to do? Well, I mean, the food on at the resort, I, I do have to use their vendors, their, their restaurants, their food vendors at the at the resort. But the food is good. We've eaten there and the food is delicious. I don't know if it meets your standards, but they certainly have gluten free and dairy free options. Which I just is, want people to plan appropriate for their diets. That's all to be there. However, Absolutely. They need absolutely. Yeah. Yes. If you have an, a, an extreme diet, dietary challenge please you know let us know and, and we'll make sure that if, if it can't be met by the resort that you know ahead of time yeah but, i'm used to um, traveling you know with my food whenever so uh, it's okay. but, <laughs> that's why i always do airbnbs and i go grocery shopping when right. i get there exactly all right well let's yeah. we're only on thursday so, so home, home, home and self-defense i have mm -hmm. my uh, incredible team that was that uh, did the security for the last event. If you remember Patrick, uh, Patrick Collis, Pastor Patrick Collis, his organization uh, Spartaned Investigations and um, Executive Security will be there with his, so Patrick Collis and his partner, uh, Preston Hawker and Jesus Flores, who is canine Kaiba's handler. And in addition to Spartan, we also have John Lovell from Warrior Poet Society, who's local here in Georgia, uh, YouTube Warrior Poets, Poet, Warrior Poets Society. Warrior I'm sorry. There's so much happening. We were just not even halfway through the event. So Thursday night, we have a networking event that's going to be like, you know, we want you to get together and mingle and start making those plans, making those, you know, connections. And It'll then Friday, pardon me? It'll be party time that night. That'll be, yes. So cocktail attire is um, optional. You can dress however you want to. But yeah, if you want to dress up a little bit for that, we'll, we'll be having a, a nice time out in the tent. And um, then on Friday morning, we started off with healing yourself naturally, which is yourself. And... Um, Bill Schindler, you know Bill Schindler, don't you? Yeah, I, I know PHP. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. amazing. So he'll be on it. Uh, I know Scylla Whatcott will be back. No, Scylla had to unfortunately oh, drop she, out. No, her, I didn't know that. She's awesome. No, I, I told so Super Don to tell you. Oh no, he, he didn't. Must tell have me. forgotten. I probably but wouldn't yeah. have heard him anyway today with the first show of the year. I was loving everything. So uh, know, okay, and, so who else is on that? She had to drop out, unfortunately, and I hate that she did because we really wanted to have her there. But we also have Eric Plasker, mm -hmm. chiropractor here in uh, in uh, Georgia. He's got the hundred year lifestyle. He's going to be talking about you know what you were talking about earlier with the Flexner report and how chiropractic has come full service from being mm -hmm. um, basically 
uh, quacks and, you know, uh, um, discredited to being essential, right? So, um, and then also on that session is um, Hava Levy. Yeah, a, we have Hava on the show. She's terrific. And Julie Wentz, who mm -hmm. is working on parallel healthcare system with a natural focus. Okay. Excellent. Then Excellent. we have the new science paradigm, which is Dr. James Lyons-Weiler, Dr. Jack, shout out mm -hmm. to IPAC, EDU, and the amazing work that he's doing there, creating the educational systems for science, for the, for the real science, for the real yeah. scientists. Um, he's going to be also joined with um, Dr. Sin Heng Lee. I know that they've got some kind of incredible presentation that they're going to be sharing. And Dr. Brian Hooker, who we just absolutely adore. Yeah, um, great. One brave scientist out there tr doing the doing the science that the CDC refuses to do with the mm -hmm. vax versus unvaxed um, studies. And then uh, with the big shebang, we have a special guest speaker, Dr. Joe Mercola. He'll be wrapping up the day on Friday. Oh, I should say, wait a minute, in that new medicine paradigm, new, new medicine paradigm, I forgot about that. The new medicine paradigm is Dr. Peter Mercola, mm -hmm. um, Dr. Peter Dr. Corey? Peter Mercola, yeah. Dr. Pierre Corey, yeah. Dr. Krishna Donaparty. Mm -hmm. And Kimberly Overton from Nurse Freedom, Freedom Network. Network. Yeah, like I said, you you have uh, assembled an incredible lineup, and it's not even over yet. Yeah, so, and then uh, a big big bang at the end with Dr. Joe Mercola, one of the high, highly censored doctors, one of the dirty disinformation dozen. Um, you know, probably one of the most censored doctors there is out there, or at least very high up on the list. Uh, that will wrap up Friday's day day program and then we have a vip dinner and gala this is black tie optional and we have an amazing speaker we have um jim gale from food forest abundance are you have you yeah. seen any of the stuff he's doing amazing yeah, he did Dell's food forest at his new property in texas so i'm so jealous oh, when i was watching them install that i was like i want that yeah. at my place so he's so i think that's a great person for the dinner though to talk about food yeah food. but wait there's more and I, we're almost out of time yeah so saturday morning yeah. we're gonna be wrapping things up with a prayer service outside and a nature walk on the beautiful uh lanier islands with a uh, local uh, forager chick, Anne-Marie Bellella, will be talking about how to forge for food and medicine. Of course, we won't be able to forge on the island, but we'll be talking about it. And it'll be the beginning of spring technically here in Georgia. The beginning of spring is that last week in February. That's when the Johnny Quills and the daffodils mm -hmm. all poke their heads up and the crocuses and um, the doglids are, are budding. They're not blooming yet, but they're starting mm -hmm. to bud. And you see life is coming back to the planet and everybody's getting excited about their maybe growing food this year. We're going to have a seed swap also. So, I mean, we're going to have some amazing oh, nice. vendors. I'm still growing a few of the plants. You sent me a uh, citrus that was hardy in, in colder weather. They're in the greenhouse uh, right now and they're still mm -hmm. maintaining themselves. So I thank you for that. But yeah, the seed swap stuff is awesome. And uh, so much more. All I got to say, because we, we got to wrap this up, uh, go to next-steps.info. 
next-steps.info. And we have it linked in the show notes and we'll have it up as a banner on the upcoming event tab until the event happens. And you'll see some of the images of the people that uh, Tia just mentioned and uh, love to see you there. It's going to be a bit of a reunion for all of us. And uh, I don't know, Tia, if you saw mom, I played the video of her. She went out dancing yesterday. She's back. Uh, you know, not fully as as much as she was before, but the fact is, it, you know, since a couple of years, she's been struggling. And so there's more good news happening here in 2023. Very exciting to celebrate together. We love your mom. Hi, Mickey. Love you. You're amazing. Yeah, she is. She's oh, doing so amazing. Mm-hmm. Don't forget, Robert, to tell yeah. folks RSB 10, 10 right? saves yeah. 10% on those, on those tickets. Yeah. So please take advantage of that. And uh, yes, they'll be available to watch after the fact, but we really want to get you there. It's a, it's a retreat. It's going to be amazing. And it'll be my birthday celebration week too. So I'll be there happen, have, having a lot of fun with everybody. So I look forward to broadcasting from the event as well as interviewing folks and presenting. And so Tia, good job, man. You're amazing what you're doing. Did, did, did Tia freeze up as I said that, as I acknowledged her? Looks like it froze up. Hopefully everything else is okay. I'm looking like we're wrapping up the show in a couple of minutes or less. Um, so thanks to you. Yeah, it, she, it's funny. It just heard her internet went into the red. So yeah. right at that moment, but she was terrific. What an amazing event coming up. As I said, we've got an event coming up uh, this weekend and this is the fifth through the eighth, uh, which includes Kimberly Overton. She'll be at that event as well in Orlando at the Hyatt there. I hope to see everybody there this weekend. And then uh, we've got more events we'll be announcing. Please stay up to date by uh, sub- uh, submitting a request to be part of our uh, newsletter community. RobertScottBell.com, you can go there. Or to do this correctly, text RSB to 22828, 22828, and you'll be immediately uh, get, a, get a response so you can sign up and be part of the newsletter family, as well as our amazing patron supporters. We gave away so many awesome things to our patrons at the last AMA. And we do that via Zoom so you can see one another. Uh, we haven't selected the date yet for this month, but uh, please be part of uh, please be part of our uh, patron support system here to do the things that we're doing as we wrap up the show. I think we're about done. So, folks, if you want to stick around for some bonus round, we do that after the show, even though I know that our friends on brighton.tv have to check out for a moment. So I'll remind you, it's the God's honest truth. The power to heal is yours. Okay, bonus round, first one of the year, and I didn't flub too badly today, considering I'm out a little out of practice. I think we did all right. Uh, yeah, I won't give you a hard time. <laughs> two, two, three, two, three. Yes. But uh, yeah, no, it was a good, good show. Good show. Well, it's good to be back. Kind of rusty. I don't know about you, but yeah, uh, other than the two, two, three, two, three, I was. Well, um, <laughs> but you yeah, know what? Two, two, three, two, three is two, twenty, three, twenty, three, which is. Also, yeah, I know, I'm not a numerology guy, so just stop. That just happens to be my birthday. That's no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. That, there's nothing numerology <laughs> about that. It just happened to be the day. Oh, I thought you were going to go all like, you know. No, I wasn't. If you add the I, two and the two and the three, that equals six, and there's three sixes, and then uh, Satan. Oh, you know, that's so, not where yeah. I was going. No, okay. come on, man. So, anyway. But yeah, I was like a little tongue-tied a bit when we did our uh, pre-record interview over the holidays for our Sunday broadcast. Just a hair, but it was, it was a really good interview with uh, – um, the green smoothie girl, Robin Openshaw, yeah. John as well. Uh, and if you miss that, um, check it out uh, on Rumble, which is where our, our kind of our official 
archive place. You you can always go to Rumble to the or Rumble channel and check out the past shows. I wish um, we had more on Brideon.com because our Brideon.tv does get automatically shifted over, but it's not easy with a limited time you have, which is none extra to upload, which has been a problem over the, you know, since we were off of YouTube. Yeah, and we've got like months of shows. So, I mean, you know, it, it could still happen. We've still got them. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just the same thing we ran into last time with, with stuff. It's just, yeah. I just don't, I don't have an you extra have brain to, to, you know, yeah, put on so, it. So yeah. Maybe so still looking for intern support uh, for super Don to do some technical stuff behind the scenes and we'll see where we grow from there. Yep. Uh, so, but yes, uh, so, TU is great. As are you happy with the new imaging? It's not entirely. Here, here's how this is working. Okay, I've got several things that I'm going to be rolling out over the week, and I'm going to rely on people's input. You know, if there's ones they like more, less, or that one sucks, or whatever. Mm -hmm. But you know, I was over over the Christmas week. I was thinking about you know, what I was going to do with the new intro and stuff like that. And I thought, you know, why do we have to have just one intro? Yeah. Why can't we have ones, different ones, you know? And so it doesn't have to be one, you know, plays every week. The case for the every radio, day. Right? Yeah. yeah. So anyway, um, I think it's kind of fun. It's been a long time since we've done that. So, and I managed to stumble upon a way to put some of these together. that are kind of a little more entertaining. So. Yeah. Or fun. Absolutely. Yeah. So thank, and that's also, again, Due to the support we have from y'all that makes these things possible too. So thank you for that. And uh, we'll, uh, we got it. We got it. I think we got the list of people that purchased the, uh, the Silverite pillows. Correct. Yep. And so this we're going to be doing a giveaway this week. That's the plan. Anyway, I want to do a drawing online to find out who's going to win the, the bonus Silverite pillow, a full on one that uh, Lisa Hill has generously donated. And I, one of the things I gave away on our last zoom meeting for our AMA for patrons was in fact a travel pillow, a Silverite travel pillow. So that was cool. Gave away lots of silver and caught, let's say silver, silver gel. We got t-shirts, we gave away hats, we gave away. It was like, it's just so much fun to be able to give back. Thanks to those who support us. And and you guys, if you didn't attend, of course you get to watch it on uh, video. I think there's a video link uh, for our patron supporters as well. Uh, I think it's a little as five bucks a month or $4.99 a month, or you can pay all year in advance to support us. So thank you for that. Indeed. Yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, it looks like. Yeah, but remember I was gonna include uh the patrons. The patrons as well. So yeah, that's and that's, 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 that's pretty good size list. So yeah, yeah all right. So cool. We're mix it up. Give everybody so we're an drop a number out of a hat or something. Or? Mm -hmm. Right, However cool. we do it, the electronic hat, you can spin it however you want to do it, but let's plan for that sometime this week. I know that okay. uh, we're, God, I think we're going to do the show all every day this week, even though a Wednesday is technically a travel day to get to Orlando, but I think it's late enough. We can do the show live. I'm pretty sure we can pull that off. Um, so it's going to be a busy week and live in, well, at the Hyatt in Orlando. That's an international drive where that is near SeaWorld, near the convention center in Orange County. Orange County. I like Orange County. Or I did anyway. I don't know. If it's Orange, Orange County, County what? Of California or Florida? Oh, why are you going to Florida? That's what where do you think I'm talking about where I'm okay. gonna be? Why not? You could go to Sil why 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 could you not go to Orange County, California? You went to San Diego in California. 
Yeah, but I was just talking about being at the Orange County California Convention Center this week with Hyatt. Is uh, that's where we're going? Orange where County you? California? No, Florida. You just said California. Now you're confusing me on purpose. No, you did. You literally just said Orange County California. You didn't say. <laughs> no, it's. I know that's confusing. Orange County California, Orange County Florida, and both of them uh, have a lot of. Uh, I guess. You're confusing me now. Stop it. Well, anyway, I think, I think te- technically Disneyland is in Orange County, California. It Disney is. World is right next to Orange County, Florida, uh, oh. where SeaWorld All is. Right. Why? What are you yeah. doing? East Coast, West Coast, who knows? You're going to figure out how to put 22323 in there, too? <laughs> Stop it. All right. Yeah. Anyway, so let's right. see here. Thanks to Jared St. Clair for being on board today. He was great. What's going on here? New show intro with the sharp cracking sounds reminds me of that first tribal people who do a powerful stomping dance, dance and really stand up against tyranny. Like a haka dance? That wasn't the intro though. I don't know. You're talking about the you're talking about the end of the hour thing. Okay. The the short one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. Very cool. Right on. Um Tia says, Thanks for having me. Thank you, yeah, Tia, for yeah. being here. It, like she cut it. out at just the perfect moment if she got it. Her, did, her yeah, and she was smiling. She's not yeah. like picking her nose like me when my when my <laughs> camera freezes. You know, perfect timing. Yes. So, did you have to shovel some snow uh, over the last week? Week because you got a lot of cold, snowy weather. Um, a little bit, yeah. I mean, not a lot. I managed to just, you know, I did the minimum that mm-hmm. I needed to do. You know, with the porch and uh, make it a trail to the car so you can get in without getting all messed up so but actually the last couple days we haven't gotten anything we're supposed to be getting some snow um here soon but it's been dry the last couple of days so yeah this morning my we got a lot of rain is what it was and got rid of all the snow so yeah we got a lot of snow after the rain so i had to shovel a lot this morning not complaining good workout in the new year Mm -hmm. uh let's see tomorrow's show tuesday the third we got Lori gagan or gagan I'll have to find out how to pronounce her name. Mm-hmm. And we got, I don't know who's going to be on from Nutritional Frontiers. Is it the Jamie and Jason? I don't know. Sometimes it's both guys. Uh, sometimes it's just one. So I'll, I won't know until tomorrow. It's like unfair when they're both on. They're so much fun. You know, it's like I can't I can't live up to that. But I have a pass when they're on. So that's good. Yeah, they're, they're good, aren't they? And maybe so. we'll get an update on some of the events coming up. I know that well, uh, they're going to be with us at the event in Florida this weekend. So we'll be able to plug into some nutritional frontiers uh, discussion tomorrow. I specifically want to ask them a question. I don't know if you know, I just remembered this. I sent you a text over the holiday week. Probably missed it. Um, And it was a story. Pretty sure it was a text message. Mm -hmm. I can't find it. Okay. But apparently the, the FDA is taking another look at regulating CBD. Yeah. I heard about that. Did you get that? Yeah. I think I, maybe I did it on Skype. So we need to talk to somebody about that. I don't know who. Yeah, they're they're it's it's it's, the CBD genie back into the bottle. There's just no way. Yeah, but you know what? I mean, they've been trying really hard, and where there's a will, there's a way, especially with the FDA. Um, and so they are looking at not if they're nullified in every state that says screw y'all. We're we're, we could be. I don't know, but you know the thing is, is once it was. let, Let me see if I remember correctly when, uh, they got approval to make CBD a pharmaceutical drug that opened a door um, that put, put CBD kind of, you know, closer to their 
pause, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's an, you know it's just inevitable. Once it got approved as a drug and Epidiolex became a thing, suddenly now they've got uh, you know some skin in the game that they can you know maybe yeah. Try well, and this is like, another so we'll reason that I open pray that Jonathan Nemore declares officially as a candidate for the United States Senate in Virginia to beat Tim Kaine two years from now. Right. Because he will actually do some things that will have an effect there. Very few people do know how to do that. And uh, I'm not saying it's the only thing. That's never been our position, but to have someone right. like that in there would be amazing. True. Yeah, maybe we can bring that up with him too on Thursday. But mm-hmm. See, in any case, so I got to ask you, did you get anything cool for Christmas? Um, or wait a minute, hold on. Did you, you well, hold on. Um, did you get anything cool for Hanukkah? Um, the yeah, Hanukkah gifts are a thing, right? Yeah. Okay. So. All right. I don't remember. You didn't? I, I'm sure I did. I don't. Oh, you know what? I found. You didn't get a bowling ball? No, but did I tell you I found the uh, the baby eagle for my uh, my wife? We had found one mm-hmm. that was a polymer uh, a lower, which I didn't like. She didn't like. And then the one she originally tried years ago uh, when we were out shooting in Florida, she's like, that's the one that fits my hand so well. So finally found that and got that for her. So that was cool. Cool. Yeah, well, I'm going to show off a little bit. Now, I remember last year. Yeah. For Christmas, my kids. Mm-hmm. Yes. Got me my the Beach Boys album Beach signed. Boys right? signed yeah. a, a record, the Little Deuce Coop uh, record. Yeah, and uh, that was like the one of the one of one of my first records that I got as a kid. Mm-hmm. So this year, staying with tradition, mm-hmm. my kids got me an Earth, Wind, and Fire signed record. I don't know if you can see. Yeah, it's hard to see the signatures on it, but yeah, it's, sort of, it's dark yeah. on dark. But and Earth, so, Wind, and Fire, were you a big fan of Earth, Wind, and Fire? I'm a huge fan of Earth, Wind, and Fire. Cool. And um, unfortunately, there's only a few people left <laughs> yeah. in the group from the original. Mm-hmm. Uh, JT, James Taylor, would be the, the was the lead singer of Earth, Wind, and Fire. And he is not on here, but Philip Bailey. You, you, you remember yeah, Philip Bailey? Of course. He, he's, he, I got his signature on here, along with nice. Verdine White and Ralph Johnson. But uh, yeah. anyways, another addition to my my collection. Mm-hmm. It's cool. Nice so I've got, I've got Joe Montana, Dwight Clark, Magic Johnson. Wow. Steven Tyler. Yeah. And I've got the Beach Boy, a couple of the Beach Boys anyway, and mm-hmm. some of Earth, Wind & Fire. So. Very cool. I'm really... Michael really Bolden, cool. you didn't test with him over the holidays. Uh, to his audio. No, we're gonna have to do that when he's yeah. when he's got some time. But he likes the new stringer. He says it's great. The new cool. stringer is great. And uh, let's see, love the Christy says she loves the new sting. The, the I'm sorry, the Rumble Channel option much easier to share. That's true. I have registered an RS Bell Media uh, uh, thing over at freesteading dot com. Who did that? Tia did. I did. You did? Oh, cool. I did. I signed up. I thought, nice. you know what? I mean, homesteading is a thing that we talk about here, and there are people here that uh, that watch and listen that are into homesteading. I thought, you know mm-hmm. what? Let's. Why not? It's something I, I, I try and get more information on to include whether we talk about it in the show or it goes in the mm-hmm. newsletter and stuff. So freesteading. Uh, is that what it's called? No. Yes. Freesteading.com. Cool. Excellent. And Tia says she's going to be at the Orlando event, so I'll get to see her uh this week as well which is cool all right cool that's gonna be fun we're gonna have a good time at that event and other things that are going on there's like i said there's so much and we're just starting 
know, it's our first live broadcast of the new year. And I saw Bolden's this morning. I was watching his, his great free speech, first amendment stuff and all of that. Um, but it's good to, it's good to know that our friends, their friends and families, members that are still here, you know, <laughs> the last few years, we've lost some of them, you know, yeah. uh, I just say for those that have stuck around and are here are still here, kudos to you. I mean, it's been a lot uh, to withstand, overcome, and even emotionally, I, I just, I still can't get myself to remove Richard Pearl's number from my cell phone. Mm. You know, I did. In fact, <laughs> I think I know it's it's long gone. I do the same thing with Jerry. Yeah, Jerry Doyle, right? Oh, uh, when he when he when he, yeah, it's still on here. Yeah. Um, so yeah, whatever, uh, you know, it's it's I just have, you know, those memories every time I see them, it just feels like they're it's not real that they're gone, you know. At the same time, we get you know, we're here for the living, we're here for those who have yet to come through or are still struggling their way through. And yep. I'm grateful for everybody that has withstood a lot of let's say intense challenges beyond what we might consider what we've been used to in our lifetime. For some, it's like you've been through much worse, but just in a general sense. Uh, it it's there. I believe still it's there for us. The things we've talked about with Jared and with Tia, the things have happened for our benefit so that we would do the things that we're doing now to transform the present and the future, you know, to learn actually from what we've been through as opposed to just make the same stupid choices or mistakes, whatever you want to call them and expect a different result. So yeah. there's a lot of good things I feel happening and it doesn't mean we won't have challenges. So that's not what I'm saying, but I think you can see through a lot of things you've learned uh, from and through. And as I mentioned again, last hour, I think find out what you're afraid of. If you haven't figured that out yet, because that will be exploited. It will be used against you to capture you, enslave you and kind of have you do things you wouldn't do because they're not in your best interest, but fear can, can bring you there. Um, Lori, are you going to be at the Orlando event too? I wonder if Lori's going to be there. I can't remember everybody's going to be there. Some of the folks that won uh, some gifts at the last AMA, I'm going to bring to Florida because they're going to be there. can't remember if Lori's, that, that's yours too. We'll figure it out. Okay. <laughs> Bolden says there used to be a piece oh, of place. Lori says yes, she's going to oh, be there. Okay, so I have her. I think she won something. Uh, Bolden says he went to a pizza place in Santa Monica called Earth, Wind, and Flower. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. As long as the pizza didn't cause you to break wind, there um, you go. Happen without. In fact, when Bolden came down to see us when we were in San Diego, what did we do? We didn't go out. We made uh, the organic pizzas uh, for uh, from Trader Joe's and, and fixed mm. them up really fun. The, Dude, I have done that before. It yeah. was uh, when I was on the other side of the hill and there's a, uh, the, the co-op in Ashland, the co-op. Yeah. And they had the, the, or the organic pizza crust, um, in there and you just buy the stuff and put them on it and bake it. And it was like, awesome. Yeah. In Super fact, I remember it. going there years ago when we first met out there, uh, mm -hmm. there was a place called cosmic pizza. It was the first time I encountered an actual organic pizza restaurant. Mm -hmm. And yep. that was, yeah. And, uh, what was the city again? And, what in Ashland? Yes, Ashland. Thank you. That yeah. was the city. Yeah. I couldn't remember that. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. That was a while ago, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it was some years ago. But again, that was kind of cool. It bode well for the future that there would be access to organic pizza. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. 
That's a cool place to go. There was a restaurant out there uh, closed just recently. It was, in fact, I did a live broadcast from from the uh, restaurant. It was uh, what was it called? It was the the Stone something or other brewery or something. And they had like the organic beer and all that yeah. stuff. And remember that? Yeah, I do. Yeah, they, they closed just recently, unfortunately. Oh, but, bummer. Uh, yeah, it was a good place. I see you, you hooked us up. Freesteading community, freesteading.com. RS Bell Media is there. Mm-hmm. Cool. Correct. So I haven't done anything with it yet, but I figured. Of course. We just front run out. Let's go check it out. Yeah. All right. What um, else uh, do we have uh, for this week? I think I mentioned uh, a couple of the upcoming guests. Uh, let's see. Wednesday, we have Curtis Cost joining us from New York. He's got Curtis Cost put together a uh, presentation about vaccines and vaccine injury. And so mm-hmm. he's going to be talking about that. Okay. And then then, Thursday, we should be live from Florida from the event. And Friday, we should be live from there. And then hopefully I'll get a lot more interviews. I know it gets busy, so sometimes I don't, but we'll put something together from there for Sunday's live broadcast, well, say, new broadcast on on radio. And then, um, let's see, a week from today, Ian Smith and Edward Dowd. And then Tuesday will be a travel day again, unless I can get some extra interviews for that next week on the 10th. But, yeah, Florida coming up fast. We'll be heading out Wednesday, Wednesday, Dr. Paul Alexander. Oh, the 11th? Yep. Cool. Wednesday, the 11th. Yep. Excellent. So, good stuff yeah. coming up. Yeah. So, again, thanks for all your support. Oh, oh, oh. Look, I just saw. Oh, holy the crap. 18th, uh-huh. Wednesday, Dr. Joseph Ladapo. Uh-huh. The surgeon oh, dude, general that's the Surgeon Florida. General from Florida. Yeah. How no cool way. That, dude? We got some amazing guests coming up. Wow. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, I like it. I think Joseph Latipo. All right. Why not? Go Absolutely. Kevin. Go Kevin. <laughs> that's great. That's All right. Any anything else we forgot to announce? I mean, I feel like you said we're a bit out of practice and rusty. From yeah. The time. It was. It was. It not only was it a Monday, but it was a Monday after a holiday weekend or week. Excuse me. So. Yeah. Anyway, we're still here. Twenty twenty three. Still alive and kicking. So appreciate you guys. Appreciate appreciate you guys tuning in. And uh, we'll be back again tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, newsletter's going out now again. So sorry about that. I know some people said, oh, I thought you died and whatever. But yeah. So they're going back out. And I think that's it. All right. We're back. Yep. We're back. Thanks for bearing with us as we did some downtime and Super Don did some amazing work behind the scenes. And we're going to see more of it. So thank you, Super D. All right. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Here in St. Clair. Thank you to Tia Severino, rocking the health world in 2023. Appreciate you.